setup here yeah. uh you can hear we got a, a little bit of what they call natural sound in the background but yeah. it's nice man nice little uh little, warm day here in california yeah. a little breeze up in here yeah, I, ain't, breeze, I, I, ain't, I ain't talking tyler <laughs> hey hey no. hey no you guys know what it is another week that's breezes in wrestling that's you're breezes right breezes you. breezes you're right <laughs> yeah no but i'm quincy jones go man and yeah. of course to my left the hip-hop hybrid himself only one in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop Trust Doc. us, we've looked. Yeah, we've looked. Doc Lesnar, we're pretty thorough over here. Uh, but we back, man. Like I said, another week of wrestling. But it is, like you said, the go-home week for AEW Full Gear. But before then, we got some news to tackle a little bit. Uh, and you know what? Wrestling never makes it easy, right? <laughs> it's either one week's got it's, a lot or it, it's got nothing. It, and it's, it's just, man. it's really, it's heartbreaking. Like, it's mm. like, uh, on one end, as a fan, I'm like, damn, man, this shit is just nonstop. But then, like... On the, I guess, journalist media side, I don't want to give myself props here, but it's like, well, I guess, you know, what we got, we got some subject matter for this week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so it's definitely. like, I'm always torn when it comes to this kind of stuff, but uh, yes, sir. yeah, we do have some more details, I believe you're, we were talking about, because we were speculating a lot, as much as a lot of people were, about these releases that kind of came out of nowhere. What was it like? Yeah. Is it eight, ten people then? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. It was, oh, she, so it was eight plus people. ten. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you was there. You, you had the math, baby. You know what you I'm know. saying? But, yeah, if you guys, uh, I mean, there's no way you don't know what we're talking about. There were a recent list of uh, releases from WWE, I think it was a, at least about a week and a half by now at this point, right, that it's been removed from there. Well, I'm back no, it's, this it's, week. it's been a week. Or maybe it's just Remember, a week. Yeah, because yeah, we, were, we were recording last week, and right before we went on the oh, air, you found, right. that, you found it out. We're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just barely Changed a week the old. whole format of the show. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're damn right. It did, just like AEW's uh, pep rally did. But uh, <laughs> more or less, um, yeah. yeah, I do have a little bit more on that uh, per Uncle Dave. Uh, Dave Meltzer, of course, on Wrestling Observer, Radio had said, um, you know, that there were 10 more names, apparently, that were in, quote, strong discussion to be cut. Oh, shit. Most of which, uh, additionally to the 18, I should yeah, say, yeah, if I yeah. make that clear. Most of which were to be NXT veterans in their 30s who have not been featured on TV lately. Uh, and I just, Send Joe to AW now. <laughs> I will say, though, it should be noted, Grand Metalik and uh, Oni Lorcan, which we have reported on this. If you guys go back to the archives and check out you know, uh, the older episodes, they actually requested their releases which a few months prior. Which is with so. Oni because I remember it was a big deal when he touted that he, got, he re-signed. Yeah, definitely. And was, and was talking about how this is the best decision he made. And everybody was like thinking like, oh, really? Like... Not because they're concerned for him, you know what I mean? Out of yeah. concern, not, not like, huh, good luck, you know what I mean, and all that shit. But yeah, I, I would dare say that his second run contractually was better than the first. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's brought more fruits, uh, you and know, he was for, a champion, for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, the main quote too, uh, Dave said, virtually all the veteran wrestlers that aren't being used on either WWE or NXT TV right now are uh, discussed uh, as potentially being cut over the next week, dude. So, that so. means that includes guys like Jeff Hardy, then. 
which who's been on TV and well, I mean, being he, advertised he's, he's for been doing, series, I mean, he like, was backstage talking with, uh, what's her name the other yeah, day? Yeah, all of a sudden he... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did you train her, bro? No, the only thing I think of is like, oh, yeah, you from Toronto? I used to get a lot of pills through there. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. The, the, I told the, the you I'd come I, in with the recklessness see, the of funny, Samoa Joe. The funny thing I'm thinking of is like, so he's going to kick it with her until all of a sudden Jinder Mahal is like... You get away from her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I think true. she trained under him. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, I did hear that. Uh, yeah. You know, same same area of uh, Toronto, I believe. So it's like she, yeah, she's, no. she's a transplant of, of, of transplant. The, yeah, of I mean, the Maharaja. We'll see. I mean, Jeff. I mean, I have heard a lot of the veterans right now because a few guys have been cut. Like I heard, like Randy and uh, uh, like AJ and someone else. They don't feel like they have job security right now. Yeah, for the for first. a guy like AJ Styles to feel like he doesn't have job security is insane to me. But then, yeah. but then you think about all the other guys we've named on this show just in the past month: Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, now uh, uh, Keith Lee, Karrion yeah. Cross. Like, I got we got more on those too. But I will say that Meltzer has claimed two of the names; those ten names he uh, assumed would be on the chopping block uh, are were set to be Danny Birch, age thirty nine, and Timothy Thatcher, age thirty eight. Both Man, of which I need some Thatcher back on TV. I'm saying, bro. and let me, I'll get to that because Thank we, God. if you remember, the last time we saw Thatcher, he had a losing effort on the uh, August twenty fourth taping of NXT, yeah, which is the jumped? last time. Yeah, or yeah, no, yeah. He, no, no, no. He he lost straight up, but it was like that whole thing where he got head-butted, and yeah, then they yeah, said he yeah. was out indefinitely, right? And that's why we haven't seen him. And then, ironically, Burch, that was his last match as well, the same taping. And it should be noted, both of those matches took place before the initial rebrand of 2.0. And so it's kind of like wondering if, if that was like the end of what they were doing or whatever it is. But despite, um, you know, what's crazy is those talents and those kind of talents were brought in because, if you remember, NXT was supposed to be a touring brand. So those guys, you know, guys who were killing it on Indies or whatever, they were brought in to help bolster attendance and ticket sales Journeyman. at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And But now that it's back to, you know, kind of regressed to developmental, uh, they don't fit the new focus, obviously, at 2.0. Um, and it said that the median viewership for NXT right now is uh, age 55, which is crazy. So the strategy is to refocus on younger talents in their twenties in hopes of appealing to the younger demo. Um, which is why, like Jeet Rama, who was on that on that list, it was reported by Fightful he was going to be forty one in a couple months, and that's really? why he was let go. Yeah, he so. was looking good for forty one, yo. Like, damn, I would have never thought. Yeah. I would have thought maybe early thirties. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he looked good, you know, so I was surprised by that, too. Hmm. Meltzer also added that the new age factor is also a new directive for the female talent, as uh, the new hiring recommendation is being age 25 or younger. I did, yeah, I did see that, yeah. which I heard that Taya was uh, very vocal about yeah, this. Yeah, apparently that's why Ember and Taya were both cut. I, man, and, and that's the thing, it's like, how you let go of somebody like Ember? Moon, bro. Like, yeah, seriously. Like it's one of those things now where like if if AEW picks her up and does well with her, I would love to hear how these uh, Hall of Fame podcasts sound with Booker T. I was just gonna say, but uh, yeah, uh, you said she was vocal. Uh, Taya was, um, and you know, as we say, Taya, not Frankie, because she has already changed her yeah, name. Yeah, and and uh, and I don't know if you saw. I think I sent it to y'all. Like Moose had already like immediately yeah. was like, yeah, I'm about to try to get my friend out of jail for murder. Yep. And, uh, Referring like, to the, with the Johnny Bravo, yeah, with the whole Johnny. I mean, that whole, basically that angle a couple years ago, where it was like, did y'all just do a murder mystery angle <laughs> yeah, yeah. on Impact? Like, but you know okay. what? I, I applaud, I applaud the the daring to do it. You know, it, but it's, the funny thing about it, it was it, it ended with with Tommy Dreamer. 
no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she uh, she tweeted recently. Taya did. She says, uh, uh, "Shut the fuck up," or STFO or STFU. I just turned thirty eight. I've been ashamed to even speak about my age until today. Thirty eight is not old, especially when you're a man. Process that. Age should never be an issue, and I'm sick of people using that as a reason that someone should lose their job. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, I read the same thing, and it's true though. Like it's like, yeah. But it, it's also different. And now uh, we were talking about this on Flow Show. It's like when it comes to sports, all of a sudden the age is like totally changed. The age, you know what I mean? The uh, the parameters around what's considered still active, still yeah, physically able, and still effective, right? Like, but everyone's different. Like you got fucking Brett Hart out, or Brett Hart, Brett Favre, fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, "Fuck it, I think I can take another go." Yeah, I just feel like you got. I don't know. It, it's tough. Like I even heard, like you know, not, not to veer too far off. Yeah, Tyson out here fucking boxing guys. Oh no, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But, but I, I heard even Daniel Bryan. He had leaned in and said, oh, you know, um, he he had a quote basically where, um, and I'm just paraphrasing where he, you know, you gotta realize he's in a very interesting situation, um, as pointed out by Max Caster, his stepfather-in-law. Johnny Laurinaitis, yeah, he's the yee. one making these calls, and and you know, so I, you would think he'd be a little careful about how he wants to say things, but he says like, I don't think it's right, you know, budget cuts, this is that. I mean, you give a guy ninety days like before you, can, and, and he was saying, I think counter, uh, you know, to counter that, we should be also be able to give you a ninety day notice, you know, which I was like, that's not bad because you know you got ninety days to you know to know that you're not going to use this talent anymore. He's going to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like. To me, I, I feel like it wasn't bad, but it, it's... That, uh, that's, I mean, obviously, it's not to a quote-unquote business's advantage, even though you're like, because y'all want to be on some slimy, dirty, shady shit. But if you give someone 90 days to either change your mind or yeah. let you ride off in the sunset, okay? Because mm-hmm. that's the thing I don't get. I mean, it's three months. It's like, it's one thing if y'all want to be a powerhouse, but then now y'all are affecting the boys' ability to work. Mm. post your guys' shit because, A, if they weren't good enough, they wouldn't have been on your payroll to begin with for how long they were, X, Y, Z. But then on your way out, you try to make them look like they weren't even worth the money you were paying them so that they don't get half that pay if they go somewhere else. And I'm like, I, I, don't under- I don't understand that. It's like, I get it if you're like Apple and you're like, no, we're not going to let you leave for fucking Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah and there's it's- some companies that do do that. You know what I'm saying? That say, hey, you, um, you can't work... You leave here, you can't work for an uh, opposing for, co- competitor. For a, a competitor, yeah, yeah, for X amount of years or whatever. But I was also going to say it's not just the age thing, though. Um, it's not that, that, is, that it sounds is. like it is affecting some of the cuts. It's also seeming like, especially if you guys know have heard anything more about the Nia Jack situation, yeah, man, that maybe being vaccinated or not vaccinated may be a factor as well. As also according to Uncle Dave, he says at least a dozen of the eighteen releases were unvaccinated, which was quote very much a part of the reason why they were cut. Yeah, uh, but however, was... it is said that w- while WWE felt that the request to be vaccinated was universally understood, they never formally told talent that it was a condition of uh, employment. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see how that holds up. You know? From what I heard, there was sort of a loose deadline, uh, which was supposed to be money in the bank when everybody was, you know, supposed to be getting their, you know, the vax shots and yeah. all that. But I guess no one really took it serious, so then they kind of extended it. They're like, no, we are serious. So I'm guessing this is the second quote-unquote deadline, and people who still felt the way they felt didn't 
yeah. go and do what they did. And then this is like, and that's the thing. They can't come out and say it because, like, I don't know how legally liable yeah. that they could be. But, True it, that. you know, it's it's not a reason. Like, they weren't able to not perform their jobs. But in a sense, they are because that's one thing that uh, – shout out to Brian Andrew that he had pointed out because I was like, yeah, I don't – you know, I, I get them trying to be safe. But he's like – well, when you think about it, they need these people to be vaccinated because they're trying to book months in advance like they always do. Yeah, exactly. But they have to figure out where they can, who they can use on, in, yeah, certain some, city, in certain states. I was states just going to say, yeah. Yes. Some places mandates. have mandates. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Which I understand that side of it. But it's still kind of... It's fucked up. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, just a wee bit. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, man. That was, so that was a little bit more I had on uh, cuts. I have some more news on some specific cuts, but um, you know, I know you were saying you had a quote uh, from Tony Khan uh, because that's. I mean, obviously, when we were on, when we hit the the air last week, we started kind of going into yeah, fantasy. You know, see, season grab. Like, who do we sign? Who do they need? Who would bolster the roster in a way where it doesn't contribute to the logjam? I mean, happening, it, it, you know? is he is he even interested at all? You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. and and that was a, the kind of one of the bigger things. But while well, he didn't name any names specifically, he said, I, "I do see a few in this wave. I don't want to say who." Or when I, or, or uh, when I would be interested in him, which was an interesting way to say it. When mm-hmm. I would be interested when, in him, yeah. which meaning when he would see that there'd be an opportunity to bring him in for something. I, I, it's what I, I can kind of decipher. Yeah. Um, but he says I think there's a few very interested uh, people that they just let go. The same goes in the last wave, and the wave before, and the wave before, and the wave before. Hmm. So well, let's let people know. I I, I have been watching. <laughs> I mean, he he knows what people are worth. Obviously, I mean, there were some guys that were very questionable. Um, Keith Lee is one of them. <laughs> I think it's the top of the list, right? It's I like, mean, it, it's one of those things where they can say what they want, mm-hmm. age, uh, you know, and act like it's not vaccination status. I don't know if what his status is or was or whatever. I do know, obviously, he did have it yeah. at some point. Um, one would say if you had it and you live <laughs> after, then your immunity is pretty set, right? Uh, <laughs> and that's you know, it, I'm not making fun of that idea no, no, at I, all. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's how a lot of people are are choosing to live their life. With yeah, that, yeah, right? I get you. Yeah, yeah, to to balance their belief or whatever what happened. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like I'm not going to argue with with anybody and, and what they choose or anything like that. No, nor do I. I feel like what he's saying is miracle. Anything wrong, uh, but. Yeah, it's one of those things where okay, guy like Keith Lee, they invested a lot of time in him. Um, God, I mean, it's, it's, but but then you think, well, it's, it's not the lack of, of talent. So why did they let go? Especially when you look at what he was doing before he made the main roster, and he was just invading with NXT. You Dude, know what I mean, I mean, had him on a Survivor Series. I think it was a Royal Rumble too. I think or one of the two where he, you know, he had the moment with Roman. He had the moment against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's you the know thing. What I, mean? I was like, how do you let a guy that like. Brock let him work with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, at one of your biggest pay-per-views, and then it's just like, and that's what I'm saying. It's not going to take a genius to be like, okay, there's something screwy going on because you know it's not this X, Y, Z, but it's like, okay, he is a little bit up there, but okay, why even bring bring him up to begin with? You know what I mean? Like, And and build him the way you're building. So it's like, now it's like, yeah, is it this? Because like you said, some of these are just so out of left field. It's like, I don't know. They let go to Bray Wyatt, but then it's like, 
I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's, and that's the thing I was gonna get to too, because I also know you were telling me. Uh, I think uh, Keith. I know he broke his uh, his silence and did comment on it, but kind of in the vein of what you're talking about with the, you know how they did Bray. You know, now I think last week there was all this. Uh, it was difficult to work with backstage, and Vince didn't like that, and you know, and you know, but it seems like it's all this. It's easy to say because we've seen Bray kind of turned his nose up at uh, media outlets that have been tweeting that stuff out, and he's been responding, wait till I get my side, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's continuing on because uh, per Wade Keller of the PW Torch, uh, he's reported uh, per a source within WWE that apparently Keith Lee had a perceived negative attitude backstage. And uh, it said that even those in the, in the company that were rooting for him to succeed were becoming, quote, frustrated with him. Uh, apparently, what? this attitude would come out mostly when he was asked to job or lose matches, and it's reportedly something he also did during his time in NXT. Um, I don't know, man. That, it, that again, don't, seems, that, that don't track, bro. You don't make someone a champion that has attitude problems. I, I just it, right. It just doesn't. With the two guys that are back there, yeah. Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Shawn, yeah, this is the guy who was gonna fire, or even you got Seth before he yeah. even got to where he was because he didn't give a shit. Cause yeah, because he, he had attitude problems. And now you got uh, what's his name, Jason Albert back there, or whichever yeah. name is going by, Matt uh, Bloom. Matt Bloom, thank you. Uh, um, you know, you you got there's so many other people back there, even you know besides Jesse James or Road Dog, whoever, Brian Armstrong. But you, there's just too many guys from the old school. That wouldn't humble that out, One, right? Quick, and, and, right? You, and you talk about the several unannounced cameo appearances from like guys like Taker and shit. Yeah, Scott Hall, Nash, like all kinds of people from all everywhere. Yeah, decorated like they ain't gonna be like, hey, uh, can you um? Because they have the big man class that they take. Like Taker, yeah. Taker took all the. I seen yeah. the footage of him with Damian Priest, with freaking uh, Keith Lee, and a couple other guys. I'm like. This is dope. Yeah, and so yeah, there's just no so, way no a guy way. like Taker would it wouldn't have gone wouldn't, undetected. Yeah, yeah no if he way. got yeah, not with those names, he would have never got moved up, right? Right. So and, and so in that you know kind of to that point, Sean yeah. Ross Sapp, uh, we'll just call him Uncle Sean for now, maybe. <laughs> we call him but, cousin cousin Sean. cousin Sean. Uh, <laughs> he put quote unquote attitude issues are the new thing when someone calls out dog shit creative and bad booking, and it's hard not to. Say that because again, we're looking at what they said about Bray Wyatt. You know, weeks for you know, even though he's been gone for ninety days now, yeah. and now, oh yep. well, it turns out we didn't like his creative process or this or he wasn't able to it compromise. Was, it was so difficult you know? to work. Yeah. Like, is it difficult to work with, or was he just too invested in his character that he was created? he passionate <laughs> about not tanking his character off some whack ass booking? And that goes for not just him, but other guys. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, they're just labeled as not wanting to work with creative. Maybe because creative fucking sucks. Yeah. Maybe because they know that it's going to do damage to their character or their status or their perception to the fans. Or maybe it's just fucking whack. Man. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even talking about wins and losses. Yeah. No. You, yeah. I'm not even talking about that. Like, I mean, I mean, like that's the thing. Spade to spade, man. Like, hey, Karrion Cross, we love you, buddy. We love everything you're doing. But what we're going to need you to do this week, we're going to need to dress you up like a clown. <laughs> You're still going over, but you just got to dress up. But yeah, no, the hair and everything. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean you don't want to do it? Why are you getting upset? Oh, this. Hold on. Hey, hey, Vince. This guy's hard to work with. I can't. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not leaving me any room to work with him. It, we were testing you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you didn't pass. It, like, it, it, it's just, it sounds like a bunch of guys. It, it feels like creative entrapment. And, and and that's another thing about it. It could be just a bunch of writers trying to like secure their jobs and yeah. just say like, fuck oh yeah, it, fuck it, we'll just band together. Especially when people getting cut left and right under yeah. the Nick Khan era. Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, you you had uh, a quote from Keith Lee, right? I do, mm-hmm. and it's uh, rather positive. This is how I'm like. This does not track emanate right, yeah. any stench, any mm-hmm. any anything. It all makes sense of, of of negativity. So that's why I'm like, okay. Greetings and I'm gonna try to do it. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> this day is my birthday. It is not a happy birthday, but it is one I am most grateful for. Several months ago, it was not a guarantee I would make it to this day. So there is positivity in that. Mm. I paid all my medical bills. From the many offices and machines I frequented, there is a positivity in that. Mm. And I do find it amusing that people believe anyone but me paid for my medical expenses. I was going to wait a couple weeks, but I think it's time to look toward the future. It sounds like the trolls got him to to pull the trigger on this. I mean, he ain't got nothing. You know how they are. They always act like WWE is just so great. But anyway, go ahead. He he ain't got nothing but, what, 83 days now? Mm Mm-hmm. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But he said, I think it's time to look toward the future. Forward march, as I like to say. I am capable of so much more, and I can't wait to see what it looks like properly. I have a wide array of interests and abilities. I also consider myself to be rather open-minded. Mm-hmm. Here's to a future that, for all intents and purposes, dot, 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 seems limitless. Ooh. Uh, basket is good. No, <laughs> nah, but, but real talk, though, to add to that, the Bearcat... Is was not yes, his idea. I did see that. So all never people, his idea. Man, yeah. he's paying homage. He ain't paying yeah, nothing. Yeah, somebody found so, this and put because, the square in the in the circle. Well, the peg. other That's point about did. it was, I guess some people are saying that Bearcat is a certain model of like tank mm-hmm. used in like a brutal. So I got to do more research sure. on. It. Supposedly, yeah. it was like they're basically saying, "Oh, they knew what they were doing, lacing him with this on his neck." Ah. Basically, and I'm like, I, I, I don't I ain't heard of that. I gotta double check that. I should have, yeah. I should have done but, that before but, I brought it up. But you That's know what grabbed me though is what you said at the end. I'm open minded. So even if he was told, "Hey man, you gonna go out? You gonna go over? But dressed as a clown. That where is the? You know what I mean? He's open minded. Like so, he must have caught a whiff of those uh, reports as well, man. But uh, we were talking about Bray Wyatt <laughs> as Basky well. the clown. <laughs> <Basky>. <laughs> Uh, but uh, hey, hey, shout out to Keith Lee for being the only Keith I know that made it work. Seriously, yeah, <laughs> as a wrestler, yeah, because Keith is a name. If, if you're not it gets, Keith it Fernandez, on, you yeah, know the, the, the MLB, yeah, uh, uh, yep. uh, uh, legend. You know, I won't say legend, but but all star. Uh, yeah, I mean Keith gets Toby shitted Keith. on for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, another guy that we were talking about r- prior to you know kind of walking the same line with you know what WWE is saying about him, Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah, we have a little yeah. update uh, as it sounds like oh. um, you know talks with him and maybe him and Braun 
or Titan or whatever his name is with Impact. Uh, those talks have fallen through. Um, and we've Supposedly also, like several weeks ago, like yeah. the rumors had gone on longer than it was actually. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. And we, you know, I think we talked about the GCW owner had even said that he, yeah, he Brett is Lauderdale. her. Yeah, Brett. I was just going to say, he knows the fact that, he, you know, he's not looking to work the indies. Uh, seems like we might have his next step uh, actually figured out uh, now that his 90 day clause is uh, over as a makeup artist, Jason Baker, who mm-hmm. was the one that did help create the Fiend mask. Uh, he recently uh, posted a photo of him and Bray in the uh, Warner Brothers lot recently. Yeah, it, it was, which it was if a couple you guys weeks get a ago. Ge- yeah. Because yeah. that's when a lot of the, 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 the AW chatter. were yeah. like, oh, but Warner Brothers, oh, wait, but, uh. oh. <laughs> oh, you know I see I mean? how that threatens that. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. And by the way, if you guys get a chance to come to uh, California, if you're not from California, do the Warner Brothers tour. That shit is like mm. bitching. I got, like straight I up. Like, I, I, I got to hate love with that. I, I'll talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure, for sure. Because I just got to say, because I, I took my wife to it expecting one thing, and it was way better than I thought, so I look like a champ. It's just real dope. But it's, a, it's a cool point factor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, so they were spotting the, you know, in the Warner Brothers lot, and uh, he has, uh, Jason Baker, I should say, he has since spoken to the Metro to explain, saying, uh, we're starting a film at the end of the month, two weeks to go, uh, and we're filming in Tennessee. It's a feature film, and it's something really new and different. I'd say probably the best way to describe it is Itchy the Killer meets Xanadu. And uh, just for reference, I don't know much on the Xanadu stuff, but I did see that Itchy the Killer was a uh, Japanese crime horror film. Uh, it was actually banned in several countries because uh, it has this torture scene where a man is suspended from the ceiling by hooks and wires in his back and in his face, and uh, boiling oil is simultaneously poured over him. So I, I don't know what they're going for in this, how intense of a horror film this is going to be. But it appears... Uh, <laughs> like, where is the secret? I can't <laughs> tell you if I'm boiled alive, fam. Yeah, yeah, see, right. You know, so, uh, but it seems like they're going to start. It's a two weeks to go end of the month. So it looks like it's going to be at the end of November, uh, which, you know, presumably means uh, we might not see Wyatt back into uh, pro wrestling until about 2022. So we'll see how that goes, man. Yeah, I heard there were uh, the only other thing I had to add was there were they had some meetings uh, just to try to get things moving forward. But uh, Baker just said he's, uh, fun, you know, in, in reference to to Wyndham, because mm-hmm. I got to get used to that now. Yeah. Uh, he's a phenomenal collaborator. We uh, he's become a really good friend, and we're actually you're the first person that we're publicly telling about. But we're starting to film at the end of the month, so he seemed really really excited about it as well. Uh, Baker uh, also, for reference, designed Triple H's crown for WrestleMania 30. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah okay. He he really uh, spreading his wings on that. All right, he, yeah. It's just like one of those things where I think they they've been around each other, just been in the. Uh, uh, the Industry, company, but, or yeah, well, just you know, with WWE, where they're like, "Hey, man, you ever make a mask?" He's like, <laughs> yeah, I can he's like "Hey, man, come here in this closet. How you know about my fucking masks?" <laughs> he's like, "Wait, do you know fucking Xanadu?" <laughs> <laughs> you imagine it's like, uh, "Hey, uh, do you make swords?" Yup, <laughs> we got a guy named Drew McIntyre. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know whose whose sword that is, by the way. I don't know if I. No, ever... it's Vince's. Yeah, it's yeah. insane or how you like, really. Can you make a crown for Shinsuke? I was like, can, can you? Uh... <laughs> Can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. You got something for Baron? Man, I will say, though, um, I don't know what's going on with that Baron story. I mean, I, I started nah, like in the hype. I don't know, man. But uh, Matt I, Cap, I, all cap. I don't give a fuck. Cap. But uh, I do have a small note on another release star uh, that we were scratching our heads at, BFAP of Hit Row, who were newly recruited to SmackDown during the draft. Um, ringside news. Take it with a grain of salt. Got to say that. Uh, they have reported that they were told by a tenured member of the WWE creative team 
that the reason behind BFAB. Fuck it, that be. They're I, switching guys out like crazy. Exactly. Well, tenured. So, yeah, uh, it, um, it must be someone. I would, Richard. I'm going to tell you, that to me sounds like a uh, Mike Hayes, you know, mm. someone like that. Uh, but apparently, the reason behind the release of BFAB is because, quote, the group was deemed to be just fine without her. Which, what? yeah, I was like, really? So, like, like it sounds like it was a creative like. That, that what make, does everyone think in the in the in that, the in the team, room? Do they absolutely the need reason why fab? It, like, that don't make sense to me is because they've shown that if they're not interested in that act being associated with the act that they're in, they will separate that act. Yeah, before case they in, yeah instead of breaking in point, them. Yeah, go ahead. Enzo Cass with Carmella, they brought them two up, yep. and then Carmella came up and did something totally different. How about you know uh, I mean? Nikki Cross Insanity? Yeah, that's another you one. One hundred percent, that's another one. Yeah, yeah so it's like. Why even have her all, her graphic yeah, you, you, on all this stuff? The the yeah, because they usually separate them prior, right? But it, I mean, y'all could have even wrote her off as getting hurt in the ring or something. Like, I mean, what's more baffling but, is, of course, she also just signed a new deal a week prior, so oh, it's even worse. Like, well, how can you one week go? We need to re-sign her. That's dumb. And then go, you know what? I'm sorry, we probably but, don't need her. Like, <laughs> that, that that's dumb as fuck. I'm sorry that that's stupid. Like that, that that's the bullshit. That's kind of what happened to the Good Brothers, but in a way shorter timetable. Like, Jeez. is it? It's starting to feel like is this a strategy? Like for letting people go, there must be a clause in signing a new deal or something. I I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? That, that's, but uh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, but you uh, you were telling me something about some of the ROH uh, releases. Well, uh, it's nothing you know set in stone, but mm-hmm. worth noting because it comes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta transition my voice because I gotta do this to, to put over uh, the boys on Flow Show. It comes at the courtesy of the world champion in Impact Wrestling. Man, this dude, <laughs> Moose. Nah, apparently he has been uh, getting in the ear of uh, Executive Vice President Scott Demore. Who's that, Moose? Yes. Okay. Moose. Yeah. Moose. Uh, soon as ROH announced its hiatus to urge him to sign Jay Lethal and the Briscoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, Jay Lethal been there before. Yeah, yeah. And, so and, that makes and, sense. And, and honestly, him now? Yeah. Going back is it's just, a way it's just, better. He, he has this bad stigma attached to him because of yeah. the Taylor Hendricks shit. With the Taylor yeah, that, yeah, that is a little. And then, uh, yeah. and then, but, but even every once in a while he gets mentioned, people still were like, oh, you mean that? Blankety blank blank and yeah or all this is I mean before the 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 biggest blemish was that he was ever black machismo despite it you know getting the ball rolling on getting eyes on him you know what I'm I saying mean, so if you could do a woo off with Ric Flair like fuck off yeah, yeah. I mean that's still one of the most viewed like <laughs> it, impact it's, it's still TNA used. moments it's still people still yeah. post it to, to this day, to this yeah, day as if it's brand new yeah so but that's what's up man um yeah no I mean. I think whoever can pick up some, any, you know, just two of those guys, even if it's just a tax. I mean, the Briscoes, money. You know what I mean? And I, I just, I'm excited to see where they could go because Man, we're so were, used to them attached to ROH. And I, and I know they love yeah. their free-flowing freedom for, uh, say that three to, times fast. No, to do, the, to do their, their indies and yeah, stuff and like that. Oh, that, and, and I was going to say farming. their promos. I was going to oh, say. Oh, that too. I was Yeah, that's, that's very, because that's why a place like GCW is probably perfect for them, right? Yeah. Because I think they are still the tag champs over there. Yeah, you did say they popped um, up, right? I mean, that's a good but, spot I mean, for you them. think about, you know, they can get away with shit. Yeah. You know, they can say shit on AEW. They probably bitch, too. And if not, they can just, like, I don't know, just be on dark because it's on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah. I guess Speaking not. of YouTube, uh, have you yeah. heard about this thing with Xavier Woods? Yes, I have. Uh, I, I, I'm a, I got the report right here. 
Um, and I didn't realize that there was something going on. I got uh, tipped off by my man, Justin. Of course. I uh, figured because pro I... Pro wrestling spotlight, shout out. Yeah, yeah, man. He's actually going to be there in, in uh, Minnesota. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, because I, I figured because I know he's... Uh, he was in Indianapolis. He, he's got... He 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 knows cousin Sean sometimes. He does you know? know cousin Sean. And they, I did notice did. that Fightful was the one that reported this. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, pretty much. Uh, in case you have, <clears throat> excuse me. In case you haven't noticed, there hasn't been much content posted to WWE's gaming channel, Up Up Down Down. And there's a good reason for that. Fightful has learned that many of the content creators associated with Up Up Down Down has stopped making content for the brand mm-hmm. in solidarity with Xavier Woods. Yes. As they feel that he was getting taken advantage of by a bad deal with Up, Up, Down, Down. We're told that they don't plan on posting new content until Woods gets a better deal. Yep. Now, WWE owns the brand with Woods selling it years ago, still. Well, he didn't sell it. Well, he, well, he pitched it, is, is, is my understanding, was that he, he never owned the channel prior, but he pitched it to WWE as a project to do, and they greenlit it. Well, that's not what Fightful said. Oh, okay. <laughs> it says, they own the brand with which selling it years ago. Still, those that appear on the content of the shows are paid. Those that we've spoken to on WWE's digital end said that they agreed Wood should have been paid more yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for growing the channel and encouraging more new faces to be involved, completely separate of the acquisition years ago. That put it in WWE's hands. So. Yeah, because a lot of people argue that the guys he's brought on there, he's helped bolster By the their... Way, I, their I, uh, I did see that he did, quote, say that he pitched it. It was never his. I, gotcha. I think he posted that himself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of people do argue a lot. He's done a lot with the brand. Over the last six years, he's grown it to 2.3 million followers. And a lot of people would say that he's bolstered a lot of the personalities um uh, of the people he has on there, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like likability outside the ring, um, you know, and, and their trajectory yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. And it sounds like there's, uh, from what I read, there's a lot of people backstage who are uh, virtually on his side. Uh, or Apparently everyone Fightful spoke to are virtually on uh, his side. As they, Like you said, they think he's getting a raw deal. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm not mad at uh, everyone doing what they got to do in solidarity because – I hear it's it's literally no additional money at all that he's gotten uh, for his contributions to the show. So, uh, which is, I mean, but I did hear there's no heat on him because I mean, obviously he won King of the Ring. Obviously he's got this run with Roman that's kind of going on right now. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't seem like there's a lot of heat. It just seems like there just needs to be a lot of clearing of air. You know what I mean? Because let's Xavier is like a, a really good person to have. Even beyond his wrestling years, in my opinion, but you know who knows. I mean, Woods is just he 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 always been above the curve. Yeah, right. I mean, or even had a, yeah, yeah. I mean, because even with with like the New Day stuff, we would laugh more because I'm like, yo, he getting away with a lot. They don't mm-hmm. even really know what he's doing right no, now. No, they don't. Yeah. And if it wasn't that, it was his ability to hop on trending topics that are days, sometimes hours old. Mm-hmm. On the dime and spin it to either a promo Low or key, like you how, know what I mean? Yeah, because like Joe Button's like that when when he wants to like Joe Button's very topical when he wants to go after somebody or when he's yeah, doing the record. Yeah. And so he's kind of like that. I'm not saying Xavier Woods is the Make Joe Button of like wrestling. Like off that scooter. I'm saying, but like yeah, real talk. Like like he's just 
oh, if it happened and it's fresh and it's a hot, I'm, and it's relatable, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the punchline. Yeah, line. yeah let me find a let me find a beat now just to get it off before yeah. no one else. You know, what I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, so. yeah, it, it, I don't know. There's something about that that I always admired about him, mm-hmm. and then even more so, like you know, with the like. He's very resourceful with his connections beyond he's the adding, wrestling world, He's too. adding exposure to your company in yeah. a way that y'all never thought about. But they just want the and, money, And though. the thing is, he's not the first. Zack Ryder did it, too. Exactly. There's a you few know what people I mean? that and, and then it's like, I don't, I don't understand that, man. It's just... Ugh. It's always viewed as counterproductive Productive. to yeah. their... Um, direct line of, hey, of, of income. We need to know it, where it, all the money's coming yeah, in they from. They never hold it, on. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You got people that 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 are. That's fine. You got a million people tuning in, and they know you're associated with us. Yeah, that's fine. We want the money. Like you know, what I mean? we want their money. We don't care about the exposure. Like that's what it seems like. Like it, it, you know why? Is it, it's, it seems like they're like trying. Like right before they sell the company, if that's what's going on, they're trying to make Vince a billionaire at least one more time before almost <laughs> they yeah. sell the company. It's like because people are saying like, oh, they're trying to shred the uh, the fat so that they could sell the company. I'm like, we've been saying that for a while now. I mean, I mean, for for those that don't understand, if you're selling it to uh, people who don't understand the, the wrestling industry, then yeah, they were like. Why wow, we got so many workers and some of these yeah. guys are just getting paid to not do shit? I mean, they're kind of just doing what this what would probably happen if it was given to a, a company that did not know wrestling management. That they'll probably lay half those guys off. Bro, anyway. it's, I mean, we're just doing I it feel early. Like that's that might be that, not I mean, too far off yeah. from from happening. I mean, mm. it's it's a sad reality because I don't know, and it's not even like an AW uh, WWE thing. It's just they're pushing me even further. Yeah. By not my perce- my perception is they're not even trying to keep me. I'm so, I don't know, man. Um but the shit they're it, doing, they're obviously I'm no longer like I'm I'm feeling every week like I'm no longer the audience that they're yeah, shooting for. Yeah. I'm not their demo. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and it, it seems and, they're, and I like both. I grew up there was no AEW. There was no indies. When we grew up on this shit, so, man, I was just thinking know? about that because I, I I read a recent article about Eddie Kingston and his journey, and it's it was like I'm not supposed to uh, I'm not supposed to fucking be here or something like that. It was like I think that was the title of the article, and you know he's talking oh, about coming it. up, you know, where he was just troublemaker and wrestling is the only thing that made him sit down and like chill. You know what I mean? And he came up in the tape trading era, and it's just like man, we I, it just had me thinking like we came up. During that time, we didn't get to participate as much as we would like to, but that was the era we came up in, and it's Dude. just crazy to see. Like that's why it's annoying when people are just like, "Oh, you must be an AW mark." It's like, no, man, I'm a wrestling mark, and I'm just saying I've seen it since golden the, era. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean. And it's yeah. just disappointing to see what's going on. I just want better quality for my viewership. Like and, and now, it not, seems like they got to earn it. You know, and, and we're not naive to know that things get different with the times, but there's still the basics. That have to be kind of respected, like, and now we see all this like hot shotted, scripted, mm-hmm. and it's not just the scripting shit, but it's also, I just miss them allowing people the freedom to take a chance, to not get themselves over in a selfish way, but get themselves over to be the the, the more the most productive they can for the company. Yeah, they they're trying work to. For. Yeah, they're trying to get in the game and contribute. They're but trying now, to get off the sidelines, and it's either. You know, jump on it or not. You know, like, what I mean, like it's, all this, yeah. uh, we can't create a star to me is bullshit because I feel like they haven't afforded everyone the same risk, <sighs> like 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 punishment free, like type yeah. of paint. Like it's it's not like I understand they can't do it like how it was in, in, in Attitude Era. I'm not saying let's give them a, a live mic and hope they don't curse, but 
take some reins off some of these guys because when you put them in a box to be only what you want them to be, a lot of these guys have the potential to be bigger than what you look at them as. I mean, they can make you a lot of money, but because you don't want yeah. them in that spot, you don't see them in that spot for your company structure, you're like, nah, you're just going to stay. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, like you know, not to be a, a mock smart, but there's that thing in this book where he talks about how he got pretty much punished for having a great match with Ted DiBiase Jr. Jeez. At a house show. Vince didn't like the didn't like the match. He said, tone it down. Next night they had the same match except he said they gave 70% in that match. Something like that. Like they they just did a so so version of that match. Yeah. He was happy. Jeez. And I'm like, what is up with like So he only wants you to reach the ceiling he sets for you. It's like like yeah. you don't want me to work at the best of my ability, bro? Like I don't like why you got me man. here, man. Like, Speaking of ceilings, anyways, uh, yeah. ceiling or roof is a very big integral part for a house. Which Malachi Black seems like he wants to build very soon. Uh, and what mm. I mean by that is that uh, Black recently told Giant FM Real Radio. Oh, no, I, I thought you were going to say Giant Gonzalez. Oh, no, <laughs> I, like, I, I, I got you. No, Gigante. No, Gigante. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, say. Uh, But no, he told uh, Giant FM Real Radio that he, quote, absolutely has plans to build an actual House of Black faction with multiple people. He says, there's definitely an idea that I have more so than I've revealed even to Tony with the House of Black. But he also added he doesn't want to rush it, though. Um, but all will be revealed in time. Great. Because what I don't want to happen, though, is FTR to be part of that group. Yeah. I mean, that's what was funny was as they introed uh, when I was watching the news where I, when I was getting the notes on this, they were like, well, already has sometimes Andrade and FTR. I guess uh, I don't know if they have the permits to disappear in transport like that. But, you know, they're just kind of like oh, wondering who, who gets those powers, <laughs> yeah. you know, so wink, wink, who, 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 yeah. who's signing the permission slips around here. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that is interesting. Um, yeah. I don't think they need anyone. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Cross just got released. I mean, he wouldn't be bad, especially he looks good in a suit. I was going to say, I mean, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you push him as a main guy or as just a heavy, but does... I mean, it's hard not to just bring Brody King in, you know, with, yeah, with their apparent, He's... like, Fuck. you know, degree of separation. I, I told... And, I mean, they're, they're tag champs. I forgot what for uh, what fed right now. Yeah, uh, I think it's PWG. Is it PWG? Mm -hmm. That actually would work because of the whole ROH thing. Too. Yeah, and I, and I totally you forgot got, about Brody King, dude. You got Excal oh. uh, Excalibur, who's has ties to PWG that could put over their tag champions. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like because they don't shun any promotion. No, I mean, really, and, you know I mean, I mean so. not even just him, but the Bucks. Like, they love PWG. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a whole lot of love there, but. Yeah. yeah, I do. They probably I, won't I call think, him. You think I don't think they'll call him Brody though. I mean, I, I probably give him a different name, huh? I wouldn't be mad at his name being Brody King because it's been Brody King. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I just think I think it might be easy to look past that. Maybe they'll just. I mean, I don't know if they can call him King because that's what Eddie Kingston was known as in Impact. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. So it's one of those things where I think it could work. Maybe the name thing will need will need some sort of patchwork. Maybe, but I could see in my head like him just wearing. You know, black on black with a vest, you know, kind of what Malachi wore when he showed up. But he's kind of like maybe a better version of like Batista and, you know, the Deacon and I mean, and, and I, Devon. You I, know I wouldn't mean? be against him rocking the ski mask, though, if, if he was still going to do that shit. Only, I mean, I'm not mad at that as long as he only wears it when he shows up to wrestle and then when he. He's going to like 21 the, pilots. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 I was, I, I, every time I think ski mask, I think uh, schoolboy Q. Yeah. Hey, you know but, what? You're right. But you're whenever right. he shows up, you know it's going to be a blackout moment. You know, it's got to be like I, Sabu yeah. showed up or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's why I think 
he shows up with the ski mask, people will go nuts because they'll know who that is. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, I don't know. You know, also, I've been thinking about too, the ROH thing is Flip. Like, you know what I mean? What's he going to do? Flip Gordon? I mean, it's, it's been a while since he's rubbed shoulders with the elite. You know what I mean? So, but I don't know. Who knows, man? But hey, you got him. You got Brody and Marty ain't signed nowhere. You better get dude. that Villain Enterprises popping, dude. <laughs> Something. I, I don't think he's doing the Villain Enterprises thing anymore because I did see him take some like some face promo uh, pics like a couple months ago. But oh, okay. What I will say is, dude, you get him in there with a couple of guys. You know, I mean, because I'm gonna talk about it later. But you got guys like Mar- Lee Moriarty, mm-hmm. fucking uh, Matt Seidel, ah, Dante man. Martin. I heard Rush. that was a banger, dude. It, I didn't get a chance it, it to was, watch the whole thing. It was crazy. Like it, I, I, I had a sh- even what I shortened. I'm like, dude, I didn't know this match was gonna be this. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. figured it might be a cool little. You know, showcase for both guys. Seidel didn't really necessarily. I'm thinking in my head, he don't really need to the shine that much. But obviously, he's gonna give the rub to Moriarty to get in, yeah. his shit in. Same thing with like we finally get to see Leo Rush and you know wrestling in AOAW. Yeah, but nah, psh, mm. yeah, but, yeah, no, but, I'm, but I'm thinking you got flip. You put three throw flip in the, in the middle of those guys. Bro. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. Shit. Like, yeah, him versus like Pac, him versus Phoenix, shit, Jungle Boy. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be and pretty nice. I also was going to say, too, we keep talking about possible people Leo could also, like, manage. manage. Or, 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 or add you, to the squad, Yeah, right? you notice Private Party said we're trying to get that Leo Rush money. Well, in, in, in that in that uh, BT, was it the uh, Elite Games? They said See, that. I didn't watch that one. I was oh, telling oh, you oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah. I, I, I know it was something. But, but, yeah, we'll, we'll but that is interesting because I think I told you that he had a tweet to them. Like, about, about Private Party before, yeah. so. I can see um, them three or him and Hobbs or him and Hobbs and Sky I like the, at some I like point. the Hobbs thing, but you know what? You're going you're gonna to look at me sideways, but I was talking with Brian on Flow Show. Yeah, we were talking about Brian Andrew. We were talking about the, the, the man of the year, and he was like, there's just something that's off. He's like, it's just dumb for them to break up SCU just to put them back in another tag team. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was and the I was first like, thing yeah. I said, yeah. I was like, at least if they were like a trio, yeah. Ethan could tag with somebody else while he goes for like the mid the mid uh, card or the or the work his way to the to the, yeah, the singles that's true. top. Right? Yeah, he should just made another trio. And, and I even said, like, I don't know who they would get. I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe Hobbs. I was like, I don't I'm not saying he gotta dress up like them, but mm. I mean that'd be kind of a yeah, that'd be interesting. A decent addition. Yeah. Like, because I'll be honest, them, but, this whole yeah. thing, and we'll get there. We'll get there. But the whole yep. top team thing, I think, has just become more than I want for them. But it's just taking on a little bit more um, where I feel like they're not, even though they grab the mic and, you know, they cut the best promo, it, it's still a lot of focus on the UFC top team guys, you know. But we'll, we'll get there. But Bellator. Uh, yeah, I just had uh, one last thing was just a couple of uh, injury updates, my dude. Uh, I'm not sure if you had anything else. Uh, yeah, I had one. I had one thing. Uh, yeah, it's actually, you know. What? Oh yeah, you were t- yeah. <laughs> I, I actually am curious about this. Uh, I mean, I guess in, in, in this this goes in the same vein as uh, injuries, <laughs> if mm. you will. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, kick it off, dude. The fiance of Dana Brooke arrested after allegedly punching an internet troll. Oh yeah, he's a he's a fighter or a boxer, one of the two, right? Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, Ulysses Diaz Diaz de Villegas. Sorry, I'm not used to all these names. Lingles, dog, I get you. uh, But it said it was reported that the attack led to lacerations on the victim's mouth. Uh, And I'm just laughing because everyone starts saying, oh, Lord. 
All we need is everyone's man to start finding all these people on these keyboard jockeys <laughs> yeah, and start yeah, lining yeah. up these charges. Yeah, jeez. Uh, but yeah, pandemic's I, I, been bad to him. It was just crazy because that came out, and then on Raw, she had this whole moment where she was like, basically stood up for herself because they were doing this. You know, they had the the five women for the name for they randomly yeah. named these women too. Yeah, I heard. I, for the I heard Survivor on Series Twitter team. they just announced teams. They did, like, bro. And Rick Ricochet was like, "Whatever happened to?" Uh, qualification matches, and then a lot of people were like, "Yeah, but let's keep it a buck. You weren't going to win, <laughs> you know, because he always puts he over never, the guy that gets on Survivor Series. <laughs> He's always the guy that says something, but then he get mad at him for saying it. Yeah, for when sure. it's like, yeah, but you're not the one to be saying. Yeah, because when he said, "Oh, I'm the best high flyer," it was like, "What about Io?" And then it was just like, which oh, I guess geez, when you think about like, it, well, someone has to say you are. You can't call it yeah. call yourself like I can't I mean, self identify with a King Ricochet <laughs> for a reason. I don't yeah. know, man, but. uh yeah. So she was mad about this five. Well, well yeah, they, they what they did on Monday, they were like, we're going to do something interesting. We're going to have a fatal five-way with you five, and the winner gets a shot, a feature shot. at, at, at yeah. And I'm like, I heard about that. so why would you do that when they all got to coexist? Yeah. And then, and then now everyone's going to be jealous of the one, right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then, uh, But there was a few women left out, like uh, Nikki uh, Cross, mm. and I forgot the other woman. Rhea or Naomi? No, probably. Rhea was no. there. No, Naomi is on SmackDown. Oh, that's right. Maybe it was just them two, but she she's piped up, and then out of nowhere, Dana Brooke was like telling everybody to shut up. Like, yo, I've been the most overlooked out of all of y'all. Like, and just kept it a buck, and just mm. said like, I deserve to be in here because they were like, why is it just y'all five? Y'all already on the team. Yeah. Can just like since she didn't put us on the team, you should just have us fight for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, type of deal. So it was, yeah, it was. At least okay. to say it was a good uh, a good week look. for Dana Brooke. <laughs> uh, okay, decent I'm, promo. Like she, yeah. she she cut it. I don't know what they gonna do with it. Usually nothing, uh, okay. and then not just because of her, but because that. I mean, any, yeah, because she's got anytime, some start stop. But I th- I see well, potential with her. Anybody has a little bit of lightning, they don't ever, ever want to capture that shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it just I think what it is. It's a shame. Is like because. Her fitness background, she could definitely Absolutely. be the new China. She could have been Ivy. What's her name uh, before Ivy? Uh, from yeah, Diamond Mine. seriously. Just on yeah, some real shit. You know yeah, what I mean? but, honestly. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I ain't got lacerations to the mouth on my injuries, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just very short and sweet. And I'm sure we will get into some review, my dude. Uh, but we got Finn Balor. Uh, I guess is dealing with some sort of small injury. Uh, I will say at the moment there is no word on what the specific issue pinky, is. Pinky toe. Um, you know, it's but pinky toe. Uh, maybe. But I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're talking about pulled groin or something. I don't know, but it should be noted. Finger uh, or something. <laughs> no, no, for real. Like, well, like, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be specific, but it, it says that uh, you know, basically, hurt my it, shooter finger. <laughs> I mean, he, he right now he's a, he's a shooter. Finger. Uh, he he's on uh, you know the the live tour in the UK right now, ah. and I guess uh, he did perform last week for the tour dates, but uh, he was recently pulled from a show in Nottingham, England, uh, per PW Insider, as a precautionary measure for him to rest up a minor issue uh but again as of this moment i don't have any word on what that specific issue may be um but so he basically got his parents to call out sick for him so he can go play hooky from work and hang out with his family that, that's kind of you know what's funny is that's and play Legos. low key what i thought he was doing i was like i almost feel like he hang may have his, just said hang out with his wife yeah you know, like yeah. yeah like exactly you know what i mean so i Good mean it's not you, like man. he's too far you know but if you and, are you know whatever it is i hope it is you know it ain't it ain't too serious they say yeah. it's not so yeah exactly yeah, yeah i mean it says minor so but uh one person who we don't have a uh, current timetable for um at this time at least is 
the murder hawk monster uh lance yeah, you archer told me about this uh, this is a little serious uh yeah i mean i i don't i mean this isn't a medical term that i have for you know and if you guys and are he's a I, doctor uh who you oh yeah that's, that's, this is true. <laughs> he forgot who he this was real K- quick <laughs> a- 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 uh <laughs> but uh now have you guys watched uh we've been seeing this uh you know this uh i guess the championship tournament and aw yeah, uh, yeah, um, believe, yeah the eliminator right and i believe it was uh october 23rd uh that taping of dynamite uh he went against Keddie, uh, eddie kingston and if you guys are watching he went for a diving moonsault which i've seen him do not too much on aw television without that whole wrist lock thing Thing that he does where he likes to balance. Yeah, he usually does a standing one. Yeah, but I've never seen him do it where a guy's laying on the mat. So that was new for me. He missed it anyway, or that was the, the you know proposed spot. But uh, he actually landed would look like on right on top of his head, especially uh, yeah, like a guy his size. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, you know they just went to an immediate roll up after that. I mean Lance is doing his best to try to get through it, but you know referee did exactly what it's supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, you seen Samson jump in immediately. He's exactly. Like, no, hold on, big man. Exactly. And, on, and it's you know we have it's almost been two weeks now, and we have not seen him since, or it's been about two weeks. But uh, Dave Meltzer has reported that he suffered what's being just you know called as a quote unquote jam neck. Um, after that, which I don't doubt, you know, a guy, his stature, size and height, uh, all that weight coming down from that angle, it did not look pretty at all. You no, know to be saying? honest, he's lucky he didn't uh, stone cold himself. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, and I wonder if that's kind of what he did. But because when you, you know, said jam neck, that's what I thought about for some reason. Yeah, definitely. Man. Yeah. And, and, you know, who else I think about when that stuff happens is uh, that scares me every time is. Big E with those spear spots, you know, because sometimes they, you know, he's gotten some monstrous ones, and there's some where you're like, dude, like, you, I, you, like I'm glad you're thinking, not every in the, match, in the delts, bro. bro. Not every match, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pick and pick and choose, bro. but it's like I'm glad your deltoids are the size of Mount Rushmore, bro, because I, I don't if know not, what else is saving you. If not, yeah, you know what I mean, hundred percent. So, yeah. but uh, like I said, there is currently no timetable, uh, at, you know, proposed for Lance Archer, which I really hope he gets better because he's one of my, uh, you know. I feel like blue chippers that's just waiting to burst out on the AEW television, man. Uh, but, you know, we always talk about the log jam, man. So who, who did, knows? Did you, uh, did you, uh, no, you probably didn't see it. It was on the Sammy vlog. His, uh, his, you know, his fig came out. Oh, and, yeah, uh, that's he, right. Yeah. He, he came in and did a quick little promo on it inadvertently because he, he had the toy in his hand. You know, I, I have seen like, a few uh, clips with, with Lance where he comes in. I'm just like, this must be a thing where he the, just kind of no, always walks other, in. Yeah, no, if, they, if he happens to be there, he, yeah, he'll come in. But it was funny. He was like, He's like, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard, heard uh, uh, actually uh, on uh, Ringside Collectibles right now, top 10 uh, uh, bestsellers. That's right. And then you hear someone off, off camera, yeah, it's probably number 10. And then he's like, hey, everybody buys. <laughs> and, then <he's laughs> and then he hears, hey, that was a pretty good line. <laughs> like, That's great. So, yeah. I love that. And, and, you know, this this was after he got hurt, so it seemed like he's... You know he's walking around. He's 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 in good spirits. He's, I mean, too, yeah. for the most part, for him, the, you know, he's probably he's stoked about his fig. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which, definitely. That's you know, it's cool. But yeah, that that is the news, my friend. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Then we gonna uh, open it up with some 2.0. Yeah. And I told y'all this is the go home episode, so you already know how that go. We'll be right back. Peace.
Hey, yo, what's going on, man? As you already know, it's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show. And what you also already know is that the storyline tees are the best ones doing it in the pro wrestling merch game, man. They the ones, and if you didn't know, now you know. They don't miss, man. These good brothers really don't miss, man. I just love how they represent for the culture all the time as well, man. And these new designs, you already know, it ain't no different. As they did a remix on the old school De La Soul and Janet Jackson album covers, man, this time featuring the WWE champion Big E with the New Day. And of course, the EST of WWE herself, Miss Bianca Belair. Two new drops, several different sizes and color options, all available at StorylineTees.com backslash shop. And make sure you follow them at Storyline underscore Tees underscore LLC on Instagram for info on merch, exclusive sales, and more. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep, we are back. That is correct. And um, unfortunately, and I don't want to say it like that. I always say it because I, mm. I feel bad for you. Mm. Um. You know, well, you guys will notice. Each I, I week. did cover. I did cover a, a few hours. Yeah. And that wasn't too bad. I felt like I helped lighten the load. I felt real noble. Oh, lie. a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, this is what I'll say. I'm sure it's this, rapid fire I, with this stuff. It's <laughs> yeah, rapid fire. Like, yeah, it is. And and I just, I mean, I'm sure the listeners have noticed. Uh, my spots have been more less reduced, reduced, and it's been more bullet points and uh, direction driven. Yeah, like, as far as where, where you know, takeaway and all that. Maybe suggestion here, or there, but definitely real comments. But you guys will see what I mean. As we started off NXT 2.0 this week, we had Toxic Attraction, the women with all the gold right now, taking on Io Shirai and Caden and Casey. Of course, in the six woman tag, uh, they do have a medical update in the beginning of the match that reveals Zoe Stark as uh, tore her ACL slash meniscus. Due to the backstage attack by JC and Gigi last week, surgery went well, though, and she's already rehabbing, according to a tweet she put out. Uh, with this match, it was a good action, a uh, good way to start up the, the show, but uh, eventually Toxic Attraction, they do defeat, uh, you know, the veteran EO, Caden and Casey. Uh, I won't say the veterans, yeah, but, you I, know. Well, I mean, it, it was interesting. They came in, uh, came in through the crowd. Yeah. Um, they, they had a really cool, uh, I'm sorry, a unique... Uh, way of interacting with the crowd though they had like these uh wristbands that they were using to, yeah uh, so that, I, I just wanted to give them credit i never do yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> I, I, i'm just keeping it real you know yeah, yeah and i try to give caden her her props to and casey when i see some things that are very innovative uh or who are you talking about are you talking about yeah i'm talking yeah, about Kate, casey right? and yeah. casey yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. team casey there you go but i mean what we see is uh eventually uh eo does hit the meteora she follows with the over the moon salt but toxic attraction does break up the pin shirai tags and carter who clears house and hits that hammerlock reverse swinging uh sto that uh, i've kind of Talked about on the show a couple times. Then she climbs the top. Then this is when it gets dumb uh, because Casey and EO are on the floor and they take out the rest of the heels and Carter gets distracted by the action for zero reason, in my opinion. Then gets thrown down hard to the mat by Gigi who hits a uh, abdominal stretch driver is the best way I can describe yeah, it the, for I, the win. Like The only thing I saw is like it looked like somebody was going to come and knock her off yeah. before she got knocked off. So that's why she was like, oh, no, like don't take three more steps. Yeah. You mean the three more steps she could have hopped off? And it was just <laughs> yeah, weird. It's yeah. like I was like, I just don't see myself being on the rope, looking down at my people, like, oh, okay, cool, they took care of them. Yeah. 
oh, what? And then I just get, I like, it's like, yo, there's a this match to win. Such like, a false sense of, of security. Yeah, and not just I any match. I had this sewn <laughs> yeah. and, and a good match, you know, or, or a good win to get, what a, uh, you know, to, to get ahead in the tag team division or whatever. A strange turn of events to have occurred. <laughs> what has happened? Yeah. How did I find myself in this predicament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Uh, uh, anyway, this takes us to backstage uh, with Pete Dunn, the bodice mind in NXT. He's back. Uh, he asks his, uh, or he's asked his opinion on Tony D'Angelo's recent comments, and he says, if Tony wants to make a name for himself, he knows where to find me. Just like us, Tower Gang, baby. You guys will see. Anyway, uh, find Spotify. me. Check that out, man. Pre- you guys should pre-save that if you get a chance. Anyway, uh, Dunn uh, then dares Tony to have a chat with him face-to-face when he's interrupted by a fast-talking Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Trick references a uh, tweet Dunn has wrote, uh, and then calls him a bum, says his mother's a bobblehead, and his daddy's a bootlicker before daring him to strap up the boots and make the ring talk, whatever that means, because Dunn does ask him, what do you want about Mike? Before Hayes intervenes and tells him to learn to address the A-champion better than adds he doesn't care what Dunn thinks because he can kiss his ass. Dunn responds by threatening to break his fingers later tonight, and Hayes accepts as Trick holds him back, and Dunn dares to slap the pair of you. Gotta love done. <laughs> is that what he? I was. I, th- I was like, did he call him a pariah? I'm like, what did he? What did he say? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to figure out what, what it was he said. You know, um, it's funny that happened later too with Raquel's like parking lot promo. I thought she said something else, and then I was like, oh, thanks, Vic, for saying that because that's not what I wrote down. Yo, yeah. well, uh, one thing I did learn about um about a uh, trick though is he actually uh he trained at the CZ- CZW Wrestling Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was on. Okay, that's where I recognize him from. Remember when Apollo Crews first had that whole thing that like that Courtney, uh, and then he yeah, was yeah. he was one of the guys uh, as the henchman. Okay, that makes so yeah, that's why I was like, he's I got good size. That makes yeah, yeah. more sense. Uh, we get a uh, vignette early this time from MSK as they're shown still walking to the <sighs> destination from last week. Uh, they finally reach the place, but they see a sign that says, "I have moved." You can find me at my new address, which is four seventy five Ridge Valley Drive. MSK kind of bicker over trusting the so called. Anybody guess, Google shop- that? Because that was kind of weird that they even had. that. Yeah, I thought that was real risky too. I guess this is a shaman they're going to go see, so they're like bickering over if they could trust this so called shaman and the fact that they've already come so far and then they're trying to settle on some new transportation because uh, they find out that the location the new location is exactly 420 miles away Quincy uh, before uh, Nash oh, uh, I, I got it yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nash suggests scooters, but Wes, of course, uh, he suggests flying, which leads to a thinly veiled joke about already flying high by Nash, uh, which Wes suggests that maybe they should lay off their supplies until they've showered, change clothes, and then meet up again at the airport. Uh, Nash then asks if this means they're going to join the Mile High Club. Wes says there's only one way to find out, and uh, Nash clicks his heels before they get to walk. Yeah, the clicking of the heels was uh, unnecessary. Yeah. This wasn't as uh, corny as the last one. And it was shorter. But I, I have to think, are they using some, like, time off to, to be, like, skipping uh, week to week off of uh, NXT TV? Yeah, trying to get that heat. But, you know, and then the fact that they have someone that's always there documenting what they're talking about is incredible, you know? It's, yeah, uh, very true. Real I, crazy. Yeah. No, no, I mean, it, it's been all right. And, and from an entertainment and, and factor, it hasn't, that, been no. it hasn't been that bad. Yeah. I mean, it, it who, could definitely I want to know what worse. the reveal is, though. That, yeah, that, I, I'm that's like, where I'm at. Yeah. I'm like, who, is it, like, X-Pac or somebody? Ooh, that might be not. I wouldn't be mad at that actually, or maybe if it's RVD. I think we talked about RVD. He's like, it's time to rip a little ass. You're like, again? No, 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 no. no. I meant something else. I meant something else. (laughs) Uh, Next, we get a uh, another match. It's. Kaylee Ray, who uh, takes on Saray, but before Yo, she, she does that, like she she did. But I will say, for whatever reason, at this point, Toxic Attraction is still on the ramp. 
gloating, raising the yeah, belt. Yeah, I was like, and uh, Kaylee Ray just makes her entrance, and she kind of just you know walks right through him, kind of like what Dakota did last week when she uh, you know went to do yeah, her, her match. song is dope too. Yeah, the de- way it hit, I was like, who is that? it? Is very dope, man. Uh, but she kind of has a brief stare down with the women's champ and uh, Mandy's, and we'll go back to that later on. But uh, yeah, not a mad match at all, though. I've been concerned with the weird booking with Saray because she was such a big deal you know when she was unveiled and Did, now she's like they fought before jobbing. too right these two I want to say so like, at some yeah. point but it, you know what would have been a, uh, I would think a more competitive match didn't get a lot of time but basically Saray hits Kaylee with the bridging fisherman suplex for two then she goes for the what they call the sunray drop kick uh, which is that running baseman drop kick into the ropes but misses and then gets dumped to the floor Kaylee then uh, goes to the floor and hits a KLR bomb or Gory Bomb, onto the commentary table, then rolls her back inside to hit another one for the win. And yeah. I'll be honest, I wasn't mad at it because it, no, it, no, it, it, it was... doesn't bury her as much as it, like, kind of, I won't say gives it out, but it's like, it makes sense, you know? No, no it, it was, I thought it was smart. And then, yeah, that, that dropkick spot, when I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, so I'll do dropkick and I'll miss, but then I'll hang with my stomach all over the bottom rope. It'll be great. I'm like, who wants to take that spot? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like, she's too down. Like, I was like, that, that was But impressive. you know what it makes me think of, though? Because I haven't it, seen it, anyone it get is... hung up like that before. In true, the, In true. a bottom rope. But uh, what makes me, uh, it, it kind of makes me think about real quick, too, um, before getting back to the review, is like, it just is weird because this is now under Vince's and Bruce's, you know, uh, creative hand or whatever. And you would think they want to would they would want to stay consistent. It wasn't that long ago where Rhea Ripley got disqualified for, t- you know, right right taking off the panel of the table and it like happened to hit Charlotte in the face, you know. And then here you are, you are like, you know. So it, it's just kind of weird how they uh, the referee allowed to pick, pick and choose. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, we go backstage maybe here. because it's not her like. With, it's like Rhea technically swung it at her, even though it was in, unintentional, as opposed to her hitting, taking her head and slamming it on yeah, her. It, you know what I mean? She's not really... Like, if I slam your head up on a wall, I'm not grabbing the wall. That's true. I'm not I mean, touching the wall. It's just tough because it's like... I'm using my environment. If someone ran you know? at you and you did a drop toe hold onto the commentary table, would that be disqualification? I don't think so. Or if someone ran at you and did a back body drop, and you know where they're going to land to to a degree, but you know, I, I, don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think so either. But 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 yeah, I don't know. But it was a finish too. It's almost like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but we go backstage for a segment with uh, one of your favorites, Joe Gacy. <laughs> you know, like he up and down, man. He's done a good job uh, trying to be. Just standing out. Yeah. Um, now, as far as where he goes from there, is an up or down? It, it like you said, it is. It's high, there's highs and lows to it. I thought this was pretty decent. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, uh, uh, I guess he challenged Boa uh, later uh, later get tonight. Me started on that kid. Oh man. Uh, and uh, Gacy, I guess, responds. You know, every single one of us has to go through changes. We all hide our true feelings by hiding behind a mask. And I see what Boa is going through, and my heart goes out to him. Seems like he wants to hide his true self, which is a genuine tragedy because no one sh- should have to hide. I look at Harlan and see the shame he carries, but he shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable for living in his own skin. And then he addresses Harlan uh, like to straight to the camera and says, I know you're out there, whatever, wherever you are, reach out, touch your hand to mine. I want you to know that tonight I'm doing this for us. And, you know, does that cheesy smile, scary smile thing he does. And actually thanks, Mackenzie, for her time, which is, again, one of those little nuances that we have said, yeah, that, can, you know, we it, like. It's it's like, I'll be like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then he hits that, I'm like, oh, there it goes. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, right. it's Yeah, it is one of those real small little things that, for whatever reason, it draws me in. Because mm-hmm. even it's like, thank you, thank you guys for your time. Like, just 
the politeness, I don't know why, there's something, it's it's inviting, it's endearing for yeah. some reason, you know what I mean? But I'm interested to see where he goes. I just still think that is finished. This handspring yeah. clothesline is just a little much for his character. A little bit, I will say. But, but uh, next we have a uh, kind of a, a short vignette. It's uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. Yeah, I, I kind of just threw them together because they're kind of split up and shown in different types. How, how would you feel about him being featured? I didn't realize that they, they, they were like, yeah, let's put him on the UK tour. And I mean, like, it, it, it does really show... Um, you know, especially not just him, but plucking the main champ too. You know, and his last known challenger. Which I was surprised uh, he traveled to UK with it. You know, because you know how he is about yeah. travel and his neck and all that. Exactly, stuff. Exactly. You know, so but um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's just I mean, the short of it is, you know, we see Braun and Champa working a three way with Sami Zayn actually. Uh, which made me think like, well, can he come back? What's going on? You know, but uh, basically, you know, Braun was talking about how he's rubbed shoulders with a lot of the main roster talent, some of whom have given him some tips and pointers, and he just tells Champa, "I'm getting my PhD, homie, and coming back to the states to beat your ass." Remember that. Champa later on says, you know. He's been successfully representing and defending the NXT title on the uh, live event tour in the UK. It's a responsibility. It's a job. There's no better man for the job. No better man to represent NXT uh, than him. Uh, and he does give Braun props, and he's growing, uh, learning, and becoming better every night he's in the ring. But there's nothing Breaker or anyone can do to make up for his 17 years of experience. It's not just sink or swim. It's not just jumping into the deep end. It's jumping into the deep end with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, interesting take, you know, so... And I recently yeah, heard the only guy, thing from I was like, don't say it's seventeen so loud. They're gonna be like, oh, this bitch is old too. Let's yeah, get him off, man. Let's get him out of here. Exactly. Because it's like all we need is to, like just one more belt to change, and we have the new yeah. NXT two The prophecy is almost <laughs> yeah, well, complete. Yeah, Bruce. Uh, it's like that. He just got Rex. Like Rex Steiner is just like, just tell me when to go, boss. Arr, arr. Man, seriously. <laughs> It's, I don't know, man. I, I know it's not that evil, but it's just... No, it's all... Man. It's, uh, it's... I don't know. Like it, it's I said, tough it, not to think that, you know? I'll just say this in the nicest way. When I think about what we used to get excited about watching the, the Cruiserweight freaking finals yeah, and yeah, shit like seriously. that and freaking how we used to just camp out in my car sometimes and just watch... Yeah, it's so far away from that now, my it, friend. You yeah. know what I mean? It turns my stomach just kind of a little bit to, to see it's what tough. we're here. But yeah. I have respect for these new people. I'm giving them a chance. The format is what I'm having a hard time keep, you know. No, I, I got so. you, man. But, uh, but I digress. No, Come no, you good. Man. We got uh, Joe Gacy taking on Boa, as we uh, talked about. You mean, uh, the, you mean the demon? Yeah. The, I, well, I'm gonna get there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I have my opinion. Little, on, little uh, yeah, I mean, I have my opinion on on what happened. I, I think so. Gacy basically, we get a, we see a spot where uh, Gacy whips Boa into the corner and charges after him, but he eats a, a boot instead. We all know that, you know that that trope from you know everybody knows that counter. But then when he hits this boot. The lights begin to flicker. You know, they had a little leftover from the uh, whole uh, Extreme Rules with Finn Balor, I guess, and, and, and Roman. And uh, we hear just, like, foreboding music uh, cue in. As Boa, I'm going to just say he seems like he becomes possessed. And I'm guessing that's kind of what happened, maybe, is, uh, you know, we saw the disappearance of Mei Ying, and I don't know if it's, like, she... You know, she was supposed to represent this like age, eight, you know, this thing that has been alive for ages, right? Like centuries old spirit or whatever. And it almost seems like maybe he's embodying the spirit now or the, you know. That, you know what? I forgot about that part because remember Beth Phoenix used to not really make fun of it, but like, oh, she's been alive for this long, really? You know, and you, yeah. but, but you forget about that part, which if you take that into consideration, that does make sense. Yeah. Um, I just wish she would get into a possession of a, a personality. Um, some uh, precious possession of some charisma, some uh, creative direction, because I didn't think they were going to keep this going 
You know what I mean? When she yeah. disappeared, I'm thinking, oh, okay, they, they needed a, a, a way to get her off TV to, to repackage her. And then he's going to have to find a different, uh, what's the word? Uh, Character. Purpose. Or, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. It, it but, seemed like, like, oh, I guess the business just closed on him. <laughs> like, like, it, yeah, what do, what do you have? Like the Almost like the uh, the tongue and death grip on yeah, him? Yeah, I was about to say, he, get, he gets possessed and then locks in the tongue and, tongue and death grip because they've never called anything else and... It was like, all, a, like, like a claw. Like right yeah. underneath. It was right. weird. But. Yeah. And I guess the, the impact causes Gacy to fall between the ropes. But Boa continues, uh, you know, with the hold. And the ref actually exceeds uh, the five count and awards Gacy the win via disqualification. After the match, uh, Gacy sells his neck and throat but looks right into the camera and says, Harlan, we did it, Harlan. We did it. Before giving another creepy, cheesy smile. So, yeah. That, I guess that was worth it. I don't know if it really was. But, um Next, we have a uh, tag team match, Jacket Time versus Creed Brothers. But this starts off with a uh, kind of an interesting backstage segment where we see an interview is shown from last week where Jacket Time is wearing, you know, their Halloween costumes as the, like, collegiate wrestling guys. I didn't realize they were doing that to make fun of Diamond Mine. Uh, but Kushida says that they will crush the Creed Brothers. Uh, and then the camera begins to pan out and reveal the interview is actually being viewed on a projector screen inside of the Diamond Mine locker room. Really liked how they did this. Um, Bivens calls uh, Jacket Time Millie Vanillies for uh, trying to impersonate world-class athletes. I uh, love that. And then he commands the Creeds to use the same energy Roddy did when he defeated Odyssey Jones uh, last week, I guess, or the week prior, uh, against Jacket Time tonight because Diamond Mine is forever. Which I was just like, all right, I'll see you, China. To ride, ride that that you know, real real short uh, border over to Jay Z Town. <laughs> Diamonds are forever. No, oh, oh okay, okay, maybe not. But uh, I do know that uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if this was the right call uh, in this tag match because yeah, it's got Jack or uh, you know Jacket Man Ikaminjiro, but. He should have took the L, you know, but I, I don't know. It's Kushida still, and I, I just, and it makes me wonder what's up, you know, what the, what's his booking. But in the match, uh, Barrett tries uh, – I do like this. He does try to suggest Jacket Time is the single worst tag team name he's ever heard. And then Beth – I mean, I had to give her props. She pulls out Techno Team 2000, which has been a while since I heard that. While Vic actually chimes in, what about the core with two I was R's? just about to say that. I was like, I was like, how did someone not pull that out and be like, oh, not the core with two R's? Man. Because you said the core. Like, oh, that's like two of them things, right? Well, we'll spell it with two. We'll spell it with two. You know what? We'll make you a shirt. And the letters are diagonal, <laughs> but it, it it's different. It's nothing yeah, yeah, like the yeah. Nexus. It's all good. No, it's same same amount of letters, but it's nothing like the Nexus. Man, <laughs> like uh, uh yeah, no. I, but Beth uh, at one point, uh, well, now I'll just jump over that. Uh, Jack and time they hit stereo hip toss, cartwheel, uh, drop kicks uh, before Jiro hits a swanton bomb on Julius, but Brutus makes a save. Uh, Jiro actually misses a running attack, then gets his jacket ripped off by Julius and tripped to the floor by Roddy Strong at ringside before eating a deadlift gut wrench power bomb for the win. Uh, post match, it was pretty nasty. Too, yeah, yeah, it definitely was stacked it and everything. Diamond Mind celebrate the win when Roddy is pounced into the ropes uh, by odyssey jones who runs down the ringside then he uh, enters the ring and takes out the creed brothers while kushida fights off roddy allowing the faces to stand tall as the uh heels stare him down on the this ramp. is my thing because i was like why is he coming after roddy and i was like i had to remember he fought uh odyssey on mm. 205 live 
Yeah. Roderick Strong. And then he fought against, him again last week when he had an open challenge. I but think he had Odyssey, a Havoc, right? Odyssey Jones is clearly not 205. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and Bivens said that, right? It was just really ridiculous. So I'm like, dude, are we really, like, wh- why are we, why even, like, uh, reinforce weight classes and all this stuff? Like, y'all, y'all kind of, like, plan not, yourself. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It, 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 it's, it's not the X Division. Like, what are we doing? It's, I don't know, it's, it's uh, anyways, but yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, so, um, I don't know, man, I mean, we'll, we'll see, that uh, will eventually lead to the uh, announcement of a six-man tag, Odyssey and Jacket Time taking on, I think it's Roddy and the Creed Brothers next week for NXT 2.0, which, I mean, I don't know if I like all the players involved, but I do like hearing Roddy teaming with Creed Brothers and seeing, you they, know, they like them as them. a team. They, they've been, bo- I heard the Creed Brothers actually had a, a main event dark match. Yeah. Or, oh, well, you or, know, or, I'm, I'm sorry, a main roster dark match. Uh, you know who I heard also had a dark match? Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly yeah, against I did. each other. I did hear that. So I wonder Which what that I'm, means. They're like, they're all like, they're trying to totally keep us happy. Like, <laughs> fuck this place, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, uh, we go to the parking lot uh, where we see Toxic Attraction. They're walking to the vehicle when the cameraman like tries this. to uh, get their attention. Uh, JC assumes he's there to congratulate them on the victory, but tells him, hey, get used to it, as they plan on holding the gold for a long time. Gigi then says, they'll have to pry these belts from our hot dead bodies uh, while mandy reminds everyone that toxic attraction is the attraction and uh mandy then addresses kaylee ray and says her stare down didn't intimidate her one bit and she needs to take a number if she thinks she's next in line and Gigi says as far as they're concerned no one is next but then gets cut short by raquel gonzalez pulling up on her motorcycle uh raquel tells mandy she'll deal with her later and to keep her title warm for her before speeding off towards the ring i thought she said heed my final warning but she said no. keep my title warm. No, it was <laughs> i was like it was, oh okay. it, was, it was such a boss move the way she did it i mean i wish the mic would have picked it up a little yeah. bit more clear but well, she didn't look at her she was just like chiquita i'll do with you later yeah seriously like was, I, yeah. I don't got time with you i got i got yeah now this is she had, this is a good segment overall once you get to the end of it too i actually um yeah i ain't the biggest Corey jade fan but this wasn't too bad yeah no nah, definitely uh i mean she does grab a mic and uh, she immediately demands Dakota Kai to bring her ass out to the ring. Uh, Dakota enters with the jovial chuckle, but then she quickly cuts short with the ticking. It's yeah. a little bit much this little, week. Yeah, I was just about to say A l- little yeah. too much immediate, you know, mm-hmm. right when she came out, you know. And uh, before saying how good it felt to hit her with the shovel, uh, she begins to, to uh, describe watching Raquel laid out when she's attacked from behind by Cora Jade, as you I said. I had no idea who it was at first. Yeah, so I was like, what's like... up with this? Because I, I kind of forgot yeah. about that whole deal, you know. Yeah. But uh, three referees quickly run out to separate the two as Raquel exits the ring real chill and walks up the ramp towards the brawl. As uh, Jade exchanges words with Kai, she's spun around by Raquel, who tells her, I understand the motives, but, you know, Kai belongs to me first. Jade looks the former champ up and down before agreeing and offering a fist bump to seal the deal. Raquel kind of gives it half-heartedly, uh, and that kind of ends the segment a bit. But uh, now, it, yeah. it was Yeah, I thought it was a, a good look for Corey if that's someone they are going to invest in, um, legitly. Yeah. I just don't know what, what is after the the skateboard but maybe that's it's simple that way it's it's the it's a representative for uh the the female contingent that love the skateboard out there yeah no, but definitely. it's hard to not have the natural comparisons when it's like directly right after we already got an established darby doing it you yeah know what i mean so, and, yeah i mean and, and again if it's again, a mini one like i don't know if and, that and, matters and again we had mark andrews doing it for a little bit too who's on yeah NXT very true uk so but like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to steal her thunder, but I think she may not be doing herself any favors it just, at the it, same time. I think it's one of those things where it's like, remember when Liv was trying to do her thing and we already had Carmella, and then yeah. you found out Carmella actually 
isn't from Jersey but was kind of doing lives real good. Like, I feel like it's yeah. one of those, ah, I'm like lost in the shuffle, but it's not really a fault of my own. But I, you know, it's like there's potential there. I just don't think it's that lame. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But uh, I will tell you what lane I do like, and that's the uh, lane that takes me to the exit to Chase University, my friend. Yeah, this is As we get a good he, vignette. He is, he is winning me over, bro. I will say he like, is becoming one of my favorite and, and, and things. I, and I know it's not the in-ring, but yeah, yeah it's it's the character. And, and that, you know, sometimes... yeah. That's all it is. Definitely, man. I mean, that, that's a lot of it. You yeah, know? his uh, man. Look, look at a guy like R. Truth. Yeah, he's a, like almost eighty percent character. Work. He's got a job for life. JFL. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, now Chase, uh, he, he has a lesson for the day. It's about mental toughness, which he says could mean the difference between success and failure. And says whether in the classroom, the ring, or in life. Andre Chase University breeds winners. He uh, invites those who believe they are winners to raise their hands, which kind of gets a lackluster response until he bangs his hand like a gavel and loudly demands everyone to, uh, to get their hands up to visualize their success and says anything uh, at any time can throw you off your game. And once you lose your mental focus, you are doomed for failure. And of course, without fail, a student has to be, you know, that, that hard, hard-nosed <laughs> critic. And, uh, you know, asked if Chase's issue with the microphone last week, which we talked about where, you know, it didn't work and he chucked it and had to grab another one. If the issue with the microphone last week took him out of focus, which yeah, led we were, to... Yeah, we were wondering if that was, like, shoot or what, what the deal was. But exactly. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe it was meant to bridge this gap. It, as it was such as it a well-fired thing to fucking do, though. Yeah, like, definitely. This shit doesn't work? Fuck it, then. Let me get another one. Exactly. Like, especially, man. I, the best... The thing I will say with him, and I'll get to the rest of this, Vienna, is... All he's got to do is keep it natural and not yeah. force it. Yep. That, that's all he's got to watch. So, But uh, this, you know, he asked basically if the issue of the microphone is what led to him losing his focus. And then that then led to things going south in his match against, you know, Braun Breaker, who came out in that open challenge. Uh, but Chase, uh, he goes to answer. But then a second student comes to his defense saying, you know, Mr. Chase was just frustrated with the technological issues while trying to educate the audience on having guts. But quite frankly, wasn't able to get his message out and was doomed from the start. Chase then approaches this uh, student's desk and intensely stares at him for a little moment, then loudly turns to the first student saying, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say to you, Gabriel, you dumbass. <laughs> How get, dare you come your, in here? Get your ass <laughs> out of here. Yeah, half asleep with your head up your ass and questioning my mental toughness? You don't need. You don't oh, deserve man. to be here. Get your ass up and out of my classroom. Then grabs Gabriel's backpack and chucks it off screen while telling him, stop lollygagging and get your ass out of my Yo, classroom. No, he didn't. He chucked the fuck out there. Yeah, yeah he, he's good with that. I don't know what it is. Like, like I told, uh, I was talking to uh, uh, Mac on Flow Show. I was like, "Yo, I think he's really doing like that. He's like half, um, like Will Ferrell and like kicking and screaming, but yeah. he's but he's also like Bobby Knight in a sense. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, just, it's like it's like a Bobby Knight taught like home ec or something. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's so hilarious though. Like, it really is. Like, I think that's why it it it, it works is because it's such a, a like a a movie character. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the way that they do it, like you said, as long as it's not overdone, you're like, all right, this is Rana's course. But yeah, so exactly. It's, it's been good. Yeah, I love it. I mean, because after this, he just brushes himself off and then thanks the student actually for his yeah. diligence and attention to detail before asking the class if they have any further questions. Uh, yeah, that was like, what am I? I too. They're probably using full cell at their disposal with all those classrooms and shit, right? Very much. Yeah, I, I was thinking it's. I got to think so, yeah. Why not? I mean, I'll, I'll be like, I'm down to stay for this. Saving on creative services and shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know? uh, this brings me, and um, 
I'm just going to read this exactly how I wrote this. Grizzled young veterans have a vignette. What the fuck was this? Vince and Bruce continue to waste the time and talents of arguably one of the top three tag teams on their show by filming a piece of shit vignette in which the GYV pull up to a random curb crucially malnourished while wearing top tier suits. They then continue the lunacy by utilizing their trunk space and using an already prepared dry erase board titled Urban Training, which frankly has way too much writing on it needed to establish their lesson seller scheme to get food. Drake feigns an ankle injury to, dis- to distract a nearby stranger, and Gibson then walks into the scene, offers to hold his phone while he tries to tend to Drake's pain, I guess. Gibson would then use the distraction to access the stranger's cash app on their phone and then to access a food delivery service to bring them buku- buco bags of food, basically. I don't know. It doesn't make the whole bit function well, in my opinion, that, because that's, that's assuming that's the stranger already has the apps on their phone. And I'm thinking... And, and, and like what? And, and, like why would who, you need to access their who knew, food app if you get to the cash app? Like just get the cash well, app. Well, they and, want they want the cash and the food. You know, I, which I, you know that, that's how you get caught. But at the same time, what the fuck? Like who who lets a stranger hold your phone? And it, like no, it's not yeah. a natural thing to be like yeah yeah. It's not like, realistic uh, at all. Like it'd be different if you're like yeah call nine one one while I try to attend to hit. That's different. Yeah, but like but going hey I'm gonna get this guy's uh, whatever you know what if it's Zell what you know but they say cash app and it's like again assuming the stranger who they don't know already right that's supposed to be the whole deal that they didn't see him coming you know what I mean it doesn't have assuming he has the apps already downloaded on his phone which is like a hell of a dot for a viewer to connect and then you know, he, it's and stupid. then what he's not he's, does he delete all the the notification email, so yeah. he doesn't. He you doesn't. Know what I'm <laughs> this is right. like no paper trail. <laughs> Seriously, and then so while GYV is scarfing, I guess on the fruits of their labor, Gibson then turns to Drake, and in my opinion, idiotically equates the ability to distract a stranger for food to the ease of distracting a referee. Uh, correlation, I'm kind of lost on. I don't know how that equates that, but nonetheless. Uh, they cheers using chicken bones and continue to eat like pirates. What a fucking waste. Yeah, it was fucking dumb. Yeah, I I, I was like, what? It's not in their character to do any of this shit. I, I think they need to look up the word grizzled. Like, I don't know what they think they're doing. with the, It just doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> it's very frustrating, especially and, for and a team. And if you're a veteran, are you still, like, nickel and diming and trying to right? <laughs> fucking work people for, for cash? I guess what? maybe depending yeah. on, on, yeah. And, on, and, on and how you fell on the totem pole, I guess. But my thing is too is like and but doing all this in top tier suits. Yeah, that's kind of not no men's warehouse. They got vests on, they got the whole nine. The scars and all that shit. Yeah, too, it's huh? like so it's it's not even uh they could it's a they can afford it, but they just don't want to use their own funds. Like that don't even make sense. Like it's one thing if you go, Oh, we haven't been picking up wins lately, so the pockets have been a little low, but as, as soon as they come I mean, out with the then, aesthetic of looking like sterling Watch. You know, athletes. And, and here come, here come the uh, the Twitter worries about how dare they do a sketch about people trying to get food when they just release people who don't know where their next meal's coming. Watch, it's gonna be. You know, it's crazy. Thing. You say that on TikTok. I found two separate commercials: one in China and one in Germany, doing the, you know, for just a dollar, Americans are starving right now. Helping American family eat. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, that that's how we're viewed right now by the like 
It, it, it's insane, yeah. <laughs> who 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 collected the money? From? I don't know. It, it's insane, but it, it's all in you know. It, That's it, a sham. It's right. It's crazy. But uh, anyway, we get to the next. Uh, which I, I could talk about GYV all day, but we'll get to the next match because that has yeah, more compla- complaints a, on the on the we horizon. Could probably cover one half a podcast on GYV. Yeah, sure. seriously. But we get Ru Fang uh, taking on Cameron Grimes uh, at some point. Duke Hudson does make his way to ringside mid match while commentary plug Beth's new album dropping. I guess. I didn't know she sang at all. Um, what? I must have missed that. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised by that as well. But uh, Grimes hits a diving cross body. Then uh, he stares down Hudson on the floor before hitting an ugly-looking cave-in for the win. Post-match, though, Hudson always enters. always ugly. Yeah, well, I mean, this one was extra ugly, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Hudson enters the ring with a mic and dresses down Grimes for disrespecting his poker room last week. And uh, demands, uh, demands to know if uh, the win last week was dumb luck or if uh, Grimes actually duped him. Didn't Grimes like just kind of laughs in his face and says he had fun beating him last week but Hudson said it wasn't fun he complains about the amount of money he lost and uh, actually calls Grimes a dumb hick and uh, vows to never lose to someone who looks like him again, which is a troll that lives under... It's not under... funny. I lost my hose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not answering now. And he calls him a... Uh, he says he looks like a troll who lives under a bridge, which I just get tired of this whole... It's the hat. Yeah. I, I don't, it's the beard. It's the hair. You know, but I feel like it's all... That's a Vince or Bruce verbiage thing, you know? Yeah, 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 you're right. They did the same thing with Daniel Bryan. And you know what I mean? They, so. they, they should have... What they should do is have him get beat down... On this segment that you're about to talk about, and then have uh, pull up Fresh Prince, right? With the hustle, but instead have him come back with JBL. I mean, he knows how to play cards more than uh, Bradshaw. Man, Lucille. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Farouk. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so, have yeah, both of them. yeah, we'll see, man, because uh, Grimes does take umbrage to the name calling and then does admit I might get a little grimy, but uh, whether it's in the ring at Duke's poker table or in Wall Street, Cameron Grimes. Holds it down. No, Cam Cam was holding it down for sure on this promo. Yeah, yeah. definitely was. Uh, says he may play dumb sometimes, but last week all he did was play Duke and then laughs in his face while the crowd, uh, crowd starts to chant, you got played. Uh, but Duke says no one out-hustles him and refuses to let it go like a damn crybaby, to be honest. As Grimes has no idea what losing to someone like him does to someone like Duke and then challenges him to a poker showdown next week. Uh, Grimes steps in his face and he accepts. Um... I don't know, man. I know we've been indifferent on this. I was trying to be open-minded on this new personality layer to Duke Hudson <laughs> instead of just a big, strong British brute, you know. He's uh, not British. He's Australian. Or Australian, I should say. My bad. And, Aussie uh, brute. I do apologize for that. But, you know, just just like it just, you know, there's something more. I thought it was you more really on the, uh, uh, what's the word, the um, cerebral side. You know, he's yeah, a poker yeah, yeah. champion. But this gimmick getting killed real quick. Being you know a master I mean? strategist and all yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, this, you know, I wasn't a fan of it, obviously, from the jump, because I was like, they didn't need to lace him with anything. Like, just like they don't no. need to give Braun Breaker a character, even though with a name like Braun Breaker, you would think he would be a fucking character, because that's the name of a character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. A guy like Duke Hudson doesn't need to be a character. He checks all the boxes. Now, already, it sounds you know? like Ralph Reckham. <laughs> God, Braun Breaker. Uh, or Reckham Ralph, I should say. My bad, not Ralph Reckham. But I mean, it's 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 the same. You know what I mean? But yeah, with with me, with me, it's like uh, one of those things where 
he kind of, it was unbecoming of him when he was like, so which was it, dumb luck or did you hustle me? I'm like, oh, he couldn't have just won, huh? Yeah. He could have just been better than you? Yeah, seriously. And, oh, and if he is, that, that, don't, that don't settle right with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, and that, it's that, got to be framed that, that way. That, that's, that's, uh, that comes off as real Spike don't play with girls. And that, that, that's, yeah. don't, come on, bro. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? And I know he's doing his job, which yeah. is obviously how I feel, right? Because he's, he's getting this reaction from me. But I was like, not in a good way. I was like, I know you're a heel, but I like, I, I, like I just feel like your time's being wasted and talent's being wasted on this. All this just to challenge him to another. P- we're gonna do it in front of everybody. We're gonna play poker in front of. I everybody. mean, if you think about like, it, why? he's just the new L.A. Knight. You know what I mean? And this program is the new L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes around something that doesn't really matter. Like, oh, it's about this poker thing. Who cares about poker? It's a wrestling show, a. And then even look at the degrees of separation. The this first guy he went against was Grayson Waller, who's L.A. Knight. You know, dealing with our now Grayson Waller, which. Brings me to my next point. Uh, we actually have a three-way uh, involving uh, Grayson Waller and L.A. Knight, but it also involves Solo Sokoa. And uh, it actually starts from a backstage segment earlier in the night where uh, Mackenzie actually is trying to ask Solo about his debut when uh, Grayson actually interrupts and reminds Solo he chucked him over the top rope at Halloween Havoc despite giving him such a great intro, he claims. But then he tells um, Solo that he heard L.A. Knight was talking trash about him in the locker room, saying his name is Solo because he gets no girls. And right then, Knight jumps in the frame demanding to know what lies Waller is perpetrating, which I love how he said that, before reminding everyone involved, including Mackenzie, if he's got something to say, he'll gladly say it to their face and then shows an example of this by telling Waller uh, his entrance jacket is four sizes too big and then suggesting Solo wear a pair of shoes to the ring but Sokoa finally breaks his silence and tells them both I'm from the streets where we handle our differences like men Uh, let's settle this tonight three men enter one man walks out then he walks out of the interview while Grace and the Knight are actually left to bicker still so I thought it was a bad idea to have him break his silence so early I wasn't mad at it I like the the gruff voice you know what I mean yeah, it but, wasn't bad. Like, like it's not, it's not horrible. But I get what you're saying. Like, it, they're, they're not letting a lot of time for the allure to the, the, the to, to settle. Is one of the, one yeah, of the yeah, yeah but it's like almost like, well, uh, well, maybe they're trying to hot shot him so he, you know, they get him to the man. Who knows, man? He is getting a, a quite a re- reaction, but it's just yeah. again, why have him do the USO splash if you're not going to call him an USO? Like, yeah, it's it's mm, tough. He doesn't you know, just like him. I mean, what do they say? Just splash? They don't even call it a superfly splash or anything? No. Because they were even calling it Superfly Splash when the Usos were doing it when they were rolling with Tamina, at least. Yeah, you know maybe, I mean? well, that was before <laughs> the suitcase. Oh, you right. you right. Yeah, <laughs> although, yeah, exactly. Well, I guess uh, technically after the suitcase, but before the, the suitcase was unearthed. Yeah, yeah not that uh, But, but uh, basically, I just got a breakdown of this three-way. Knight and Waller uh, bicker at first and try to join forces, but get dominated early by Sokoa. Knight low bridges Waller to the floor for a cheap shot, only for Grayson to return fire with a low bridge on his own. Knight and Waller hit a double suplex on Sokoa, then have a pissing contest over elbow drops. They begin to argue over suplexes or superplexes, I should say, when Solo hits double chingona bombs, because that's what they were. Uh, and then Solo hits a uh, Samoan drop big boot combo on Waller and Knight, then hits Waller with a corner hip smash. And uh, the finish comes where Knight goes for a BFT, but Waller gets in the way and thrown outside, only to run back and hit Knight with his rolling jumping stunner. He goes for the pin, but Solo stops it and yeets Waller to the floor with another <laughs> overhead belly to belly that hits the Uso splash on Knight for the win. Knight taking the L again. You see that? Why are you asking me if I've seen it? You know, I've I know. I'm it. just, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. It should have been, he should have been yeeted. <laughs> it worked. Ah, oh, man. But uh, we get to a backstage segment. But nah, we gotta, we gotta build uh, the guy who didn't win the match who, uh, yeah, forced his way to host. Yeah. For some reason. Why not? You know, 
and, and just throw all that away. Hey, we'll talk. The, the, we'll the, figure the, it the out guy, later. The guy fabricating lies on L.A. Night for, for some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. for some perpetrating reason. lies. Yeah, uh, we got Indy Hartwell and uh, Persia Parada backstage. Uh, Mac is there asking them what's next following Havoc. Uh, Persia says how close they were to winning the tag belts and emphasizes how she felt the belts in her hand at one point during the match. Indy even mentions the same. She said, "I touched the title just like I touched my sexy Dexy." But Persia starts to tell her to reel uh, reel it in a bit when Tony D'Angelo walks into frame and. This is what saved this spot for me. I kind of like this. Short and sweet again. Tony asks how everyone's doing, of course, and uh, tells Mrs. Loomis that he's been uh, looking for, uh, you know, for uh, Dexter Loomis and that uh, also Pete Dunn, but they seem to be ducking him like his cousin Angelo ducks metal detectives. Is he right? Whatever that means. Uh, Tony then tells Indy uh, when he's done pummeling her husband next week, she'll be back on the market. And speaking of markets. <laughs> did she say, then, did he say his cousin Angelo? Angelo? A- yeah. So his cousin is Angelo Glenn. D'Angelo? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> you know. Uh, he then cues to a paisan off screen and then says, I picked this up at the docks today. And then turns back to Indy and hands her a dead fish wrapped in newspaper with a uh, name tag. Of course, it says Dexter Loomis on the name tag attached to it. And then it urges her to give it to Dexter as he'll get the message before greasing Persia's palms to take care of the kid for him. He just loves saying that to people. Take care of the kid for me. I, I, I just don't know why they didn't end up showing her actually giving it to him if he shows up later in the show. But yeah. I digress. Yeah. Uh, this takes us to a match. Um, interesting. Uh, Erica Yan or Yan versus Electra Lopez. Uh, pre-match, we see Electra is uh, making her way to Gorilla Flank by LDF, and she addresses Zion Quinn straight up on camera. I hopes he's watching. Uh, before the match, I noticed the tie-up was engaged before the referee was able to cue the bell to start the match. I don't know if that was done on purpose to kind of sell this lack of focus that commentary was trying to put over because, you know, her mind's on Zion. Or, you know, because the tie-up was initiated by Lopez. Um, but who knows? Uh, and, I mean, because they keep wondering if this is a, a mutual attraction between Zion and Electra, or she's a, trying to recruit him. Yeah, or yeah. exact nice way to put that, man. But, uh, yeah, basically, uh, after pawing around with uh, Yan's clear lack of experience, Electra uh, hits an awkward-looking blue thunderbomb for the win. Uh, post-match, Lopez grabs a mic and says what La, La Madrina wants, La Madrina gets, and says she wants uh, Zion Quinn. He enters the ring as Lopez notes how uh, he was impressive last week and turned a lot of heads, including hers, before issuing an invite to join Legado del Fantasma, which I, I thought I, was interesting. I was like, hey, hey, you got the clearance, though? We're, I, we're I was about Santos. to say, I had a problem with uh, the henchmen sitting up there like, yeah, that's right, Kosar. And I'm like, y'all been rolling with him longer than than she just appeared out of nowhere. I, I, don't, I don't know what the story is. Like, maybe she's always been there, but now she's just popping up. Yeah. But I'm like, shouldn't y'all be like, well, well I mean, d- does he even have, like, chemistry with her? Yeah, it's kind of, I, I thought they were going to look before. at each other like, whoa, <laughs> you're kind of overstepping, like, you're the newest member, and we know you kind of got ranked And isn't somehow, he, like, but uh, is he from New Zealand? He seems like he's from South Africa to me. He's kind of got that um, Justin Gabriel thing going <laughs> in, in, in terms of his uh, his accent. I think, and, and sort of look. But uh, Zion does grab the mic. He calls Electra <laughs> amazing and then turns down the invite and uh, goes to exit the ring when Wild takes umbrage and says, no one says no to LTF. Which, it, it was funny to me because he's like, probably thinking, Loki, 
what, and I couldn't be fucking Zima Ion, but we got Zion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That's what's crazy, man. Zion Quinn over yeah, here. Yeah, I think we talked about that. But then he slaps Quinn on the back. Uh, Zion then turns around and takes out LDF with a double clothesline. It takes off his jacket and dumps them on the floor, both of them, actually. And then he turns around to see Electra, who attempts to slap him, but he blocks it. and then pulls he's from, her... uh, It says he's from Australia. Oh, okay. There you go. Former rugby player. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Huh. He definitely has a size. And uh, But he uh, blocks it and pulls her in close as they begin to kind of gaze in each other's eyes. Cheesy shit. And then Electra begins to snap out of it when Zion spins her away from him. And then they begin to circle each other a little bit around the ring until Quinn finally exits the ring. LDF begin to charge after him, but Electra holds them back while a fan clearly yells, What you gonna do? Get your asses kicked again? <laughs> it's yeah, like clear as day. And uh, Zion leaves up the ramp with a grin. I don't know if that's because, you know, that was for the program or if that was because, oh yeah, I heard that. <laughs> By the way, he's Samoan and Irish. I, I, yeah, I'll buy it. Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, next, we get a commercial for War Games. Yeah. NXT War Games officially announced for Sunday, December 5th. So it looks like it's going to be a takeover, friend, not a uh, you know special event on uh, free TV. So Actually, I... takeovers are always on Saturdays. So... Oh, okay, so it's just a, <laughs> a pape. Just a pape. Just a special event. Yeah. Well, I'm almost done. I got one seg, uh, some match announcements, and, of course, the main event. Uh, but this seg is not your favorite piece of business at all. Uh, but we got Kyle O'Reilly backstage. He's with McKenzie. And, uh, you know, basically they're pointing out how last week apparently what it was, because we didn't know if that was a legit kick out or what was what it was. But apparently while um, there was a pinning combination in the match against Legato, uh, apparently when he had the, the leg, you know, it looked like the tip of his boot was resting on the middle rope and mm. the ref was out of position to catch that. So yeah, they kind of go over that and talk about how it cost him their match last week. Uh, he says uh, his career is uncertain as he ponders between remaining a single star, going all in on a, you know, teaming with, Von Wagner, <laughs> before revealing his desire to chase Tag Team Gold. Uh, then Imperium overhear this revelation and crash Kyle's interview until Wagner steps in and asks if there's a problem. Eichner tells him uh, not on his best day and then exits with Marcel as Kyle chimes in. That's what I thought. Uh, and I just got to say, in all caps, this is not getting their chemistry or loyalty over to me one bit, WWE. Yeah. I mean, good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Varsity Blues, but I almost wish it was Varsity Blues. Because, you know, I, I had to ask, did uh, Perium, I missed this. I, I, I don't know when this was, but uh, I saw everything else. Uh, but yeah. did Imperium have a pep in the step? You know what I mean? No. You know, yeah. I thought they were going to be in the parking lot <laughs> when Gigi and them were like, oh, yeah, get used to it. I was there like, yeah, us too. Us too. Where are you going ja. to the club? We know a club. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the old guys are? Those those are the continuing transfunctional oh, cats. Man. Imperium. Oh man, this oh, is great. Shit. Oh man, don't tell me I'm not I'm gonna have some phone some photos. I'm telling you. <laughs> I just feel like you know what it is. Toxic attraction are the girls yeah. trying to get the transfunction. <laughs> and then you, then we gotta get MSK because they're, oh, they're dude, where's my car? Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, that's great. This, yeah. And then we I gotta figure out who who is the shaman. Mm. Who is this shot? Yeah, because that'll be the guy that, that was in oh, office man. space who's got the dog. <laughs> no, nah, we'll see. But uh, anyway, next week we got, uh, as uh, announced, uh, Poker Showdown, whatever that is. And I agree. You know what? If they could get uh, maybe, I mean, I don't know if they want to bring IRS. They'll be kind of slapping the face to Bray. I don't know if he would want to do it or if he still has a job uh, backstage <laughs> doing agenting. But they would really, uh, it'd be a good look to get Ron Simmons and JBL on that table. I, I do agree with you. Unless Hudson's going to be a dealer again. And, and then, you know, if there's girls there, you got Ron Simmons like, Damn. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, let's you know go. I mean? Thanksgiving season, baby. <laughs> and, and it's our birthday. Let's go. Uh, we also got Dexter Loomis taking on Tony D'Angelo. How you doing? Hey, and, and, of ooh, course, that six-man tag I announced earlier, Odyssey Jones and Jacket Time taking on Diamond Mine. And this brings us to the main event, my friend. Uh, Pete Dunn taking on Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams. Uh, pre-match commentary note how trick, Hayes trick. has uh, recently tweeted that the so-called vets of NXT, including the likes of Pete Dunn, can kiss his ass, which I guess I'm is what he you. was referencing. That's you that Oregon. I'm telling yeah, man. To throw down the exactly, man. Uh, Barrett acknowledges the fact that Carmelo Hayes is main eventing NXT for the second week in a row in a way to kind of add a JBL-like feather to the hat of uh, the A champion, I would say. Uh, but yeah, I got a little a brief summary. Uh, Dunn hits Hayes with X-Plex on the apron, and uh, then Trick gets spooked by Loomis appearing seemingly out of nowhere to join commentary. Uh, and with this commentary, Vic, who isn't, you know, I guess shared he's a newly engaged man, he asked Loomis, a recently married man, for some advice, and he doesn't say anything, but of course, Beth translates his uh, silence, tries to get it over, you know, as, uh, oh, you hear that? Oh, what a gem. Talk less and listen more. And like tells him to t- take notes. And it's just like, <laughs> these are the times, Beth. These are the fun. <laughs> but uh, uh, Hayes hits an insane oh, looking man. code breaker to Dunn. He sells yeah, it immediately, immediately, you know, with his jaw and his chin. Uh, this gets an instant holy shit chant. Yeah, uh, it's Dun- pretty good. At one point, uh, we see uh, Hayes goes for that uh, springboard sit out lariat. But Dunn counters with a forearm smash, then goes for another X plex. But Hayes counters with a suplex cutter. I love that move. That used to be one of his trademarks, but he doesn't it, it, hit it, it as much in. In the, it's, in the it's, NXT. It's my move. Yeah, no, I, I know. I fucking made but, it up. Yeah, of course. Years I ha- ago. I, I Come see me on my PS3, fam. Many scores ago. They don't know. They don't know. I got I got proof. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. In the pudding, though. It's in the memory card, fam. That, in the... In the memory card, from Game Shark, homie. <laughs> Booster pack. <laughs> Temple tap, baby. But uh, now Hayes uh, begins to troll oh, a little man. bit at one point because yeah. he actually locks in a Gargano escape. Yeah, he did. But uh, Dunn escapes and the stomps on Trick's fingers for swiping at him from ringside, then does the same to Mello. We see the finish where Mello throws Dunn throat first into the middle rope and uh, distracts the ref so Trick can kind of use the shoe as a weapon like he did last week. But Loomis intervenes with a throat thrust. And then on the other side of the ring, we see another gloved hand grab Hayes' foot, distracting him long enough for uh, Dunn to hit the bitter end for the win, which I was surprised by this, I will say. But I'm kind of glad, like, well, Dunn is still OG, in my opinion. I mean, you know they I mean? just signed him to, what, two two more years, three more years? Oh, he, yeah. It's, uh, did he resign? Did yeah, we, he did. Did we confirm? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he's more decorated than Hayes. Am I, so I, I, I was uh, very interested to see how this is going to go down. But post-match, it's revealed that the other gloved hand belongs to Johnny Gargano, who emerges from underneath the ring, dressed like Loomis, shoots him a thumbs up while Dunn does his shrug, and Hayes is uh, seen in the corner, Road Dog style, clutching his title very tight. And <laughs> the show. Yep. So, but uh, uh, that if you was, know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. That was NXT 2.0, my friend. I tried to get through it as fast as I could. No, I, 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 so I, I'm just going to take this moment right here to pitch uh, what I was telling, talking to you about earlier, because mm-hmm. I didn't know if War Games was going to be a thing or if they were gonna, just going to try to do a Survivor Series mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if they were going to do like an old school, like old guard versus new guard, I would think uh, Tommaso. Gargano, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. If it's four and four, right? Yeah, and I, I'd put a returning Samoa Joe, right? And then I'd put that would it, be the right way to go, right? Yeah, but you know the age and all. Uh, Are you not, but, but, but if not, nah. I, 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 one of the, the two people I had as backups were either a Roderick Strong, um, because you know, mm. just because of the fact that he is kind of a day one, yeah. Uh, despite what he got going on, but I was also thinking Cameron Grimes might be able to get himself in there too, you know? Yeah, that, um, yeah. I mean, 
Providing it doesn't have to be only because Duke Hudson's on the other side. No, you know? no, I don't even have Duke in match. But uh, as far as uh, Tommaso Gargano, Kyle, and and uh, returning Samoa Joe against a Rex Steiner, Carmelo Hayes, a Von Wagner, and a Solo Sequoia. Whew. Because I think you think Von and Kyle can split. I think they would have to in in, in the because that that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think to be honest, quote me on this. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to use that as opportunity to be, have them on two different sides. That'd be, you know I mean, maybe. that would make sense. That definitely makes sense. But yeah, I think it's important that Braun and Chomp are the definitely the um, captains. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what's up, man. Yeah. I, I don't know if I care. So I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I assume I, it's going to be toxic attraction. This is what I call it. Yeah. Toxic attraction and Kai versus Raquel and uh, you know people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Kaylee, maybe, or EO, EO and, and Casey and Caden, oh maybe. Oh, my God, it's a, re- it's a returning how from the ACL's hair. Maybe. Th- that's probably what it's going to be. Casey, Team Casey, EO, and Raquel versus you think, Dakota they, and Toxic Attraction, they, maybe. Or they're going to make Dakota and uh, Raquel have the team. Or wait, maybe Cora will be in that uh, shit, though, huh? But she's so young. Yeah. No, yeah, it's if not they, time. I don't know, but. Yeah, it's I don't know. I, I did have Joe Gacy and um, Ooh Harlem. Uh, no, I had him and uh, D'Angelo as backups just because. Oh like, yeah, and yeah, you know what? I, Duke Hudson, I just don't yeah, know but if, not he kind of his, his stock kind of dropped. Well, I feel like <laughs> Hudson and D'Angelo are the kind of um, blue chippers that you want to keep uh, injury free, especially early on, especially with their you know rebrands of sorts or whatever debuts. For like D- Tony's uh, standpoint, but yeah, hey, oh. I mean, yeah, he especially because he's making some good waves. Yeah, they're gonna have yeah, to be pro- make making a little bit more exclusive. So yeah, yeah cause right. you know, just think about the spots we've seen in war games, and because I, I was thinking like he could do something like one of the members on the other team go missing. He's like, hey, forget about it. I could care of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and that's why they got to bring in somebody else or some shit like that. Shoot, uh, you imagine like, like they, they start... want Dexter, but Dexter disappears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that would be great. But do. You, See, I wonder if he would have a spot in there. I, I, I think that would be cool for him, but an elevating for him, especially next to Johnny as a lateral. But I don't know if there's more deserve. You know, especially when you see Braun and Ciampa rubbing shoulders with Sami Zayn on the UK tour. It's like, yeah, that was could he get pulled into it? I mean, Kevin Owens has shown up. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and Sami is an OG. You know what I mean? So is it OG time? Super, is super Joe going to come back? You know, and should Joe come back from all these injuries just to go into war games? I don't know if, I, if that's smart, but who knows, man. But that was uh, NXT 2.0. Yeah, man, week. and we're about to uh, greet you with a special message from uh, yours truly. Uh, told you for a while some music was coming. Ooh. And uh, this is just a reminder. You can uh, set your clocks for that uh, Monday Night Raw. Drop. You will. Uh, got some new music. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna say less because you know I'm, I'm finna tell you about it right now, and we're gonna pay some bills, and we're gonna come back, light the fuse, and get our predictions in, as you know how we do it. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, man? It's Quincy Jones. Go. And this is the Quincy Jones Show, but look, this is a brand new commercial. I'm telling y'all, this is music related. No, 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 no. This ain't another Doc Lesnar, this is awesome bit. Nah, this is for your boy, Quincy Jones Go. One half of the best damn tag team, the world's greatest tag team, and I put that on facts. You already know what it is, man. This Monday, November 15th, 
the first single in over seven years from your boy. I've been busy. Look, went back to school, got my plan B, turned that to the plan A, built this platform, built this podcast. Look, look what we've been doing, man. Talking positive about pro wrestling. It's a new, brand new boom. Things are getting more accepted. It's more mainstream. Look, I done watched my boy hit streams out in Germany with This Is Awesome. It's crazy. So, of course, when Doc extends his hand for the hot tag, your boy, I had to oblige, man. This Monday, new single, No Mercy, produced by Beat Palace, man. It's been a long time coming. Tuck your chin on the finish, because we ain't showing him no mercy out here. I'm telling y'all, man, Quincy Jones, go. I'm back. Put him on notice. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Well, if you lasted this long, we applaud you. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? Last but not least, because it is, again, go-home week. We got the go-home edition of a Dynamite. Full gear. Have uh, a few matches added. Had some things, uh, add some some tensions added as well. Can we say that? I, I would say so. I would some say drama so. added. It wasn't a bad episode drama. for a go-home. TNT, drama. Um, yeah. There's some things I could have done without, and I will get to that. But um, I'm going to try to zip through this because, damn it, we still got predictions. And I don't know if you have already made yours, but no. mine are already on the I, I I got to get the final cards though. That's probably what's gonna happen. But uh, I was I was uh, trying to hit you with, with one of those uh, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Mines are on <laughs> fire. Yeah, fire. My face is melting right now, Michael Cole. <laughs> do you not feel that? Yeah, man. He, he's uh, he's something else. But no, nah, yeah, you're right. We do got a, a little bit of review and definitely some predictions because it is a stacked weekend, man. But time to light the fuse. Um. I mean, I shouldn't really play with fire, but yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's let's, let's do it. Let's do a uh, Michael Phelps deep dive in, you know, um, and that's what we do because Brian Danielson starts off with Rocky Romero. Yeah, uh, Romero comes out with the best friends and Wheeler Yuta because he's not a best friend; he's just associate. Yeah. Uh, as commentary makes reference to them being offered a uh, recently a chance to join Chaos, and I guess they did in New yeah. Japan. So. I've been noticing that there, a lot of people are, are thinking that they're trolling, but there's a lot of uh, Forbidden Door uh, Okada Coda talk that's been going on lately. Not saying that they're going to make an appearance, but mm. they've but been you, real more more comfortable uh, just because they they were putting over Okada a lot on in this match, and for a guy that's not even there, yeah, definitely. But with Coda though, it makes me wonder because I know it wasn't too long we reported he got hurt right in the finals. Yeah, so but I then wonder I, I, how I, bad it was. I heard that he was um he was in another match just the other day. And of I was course like, he was, man. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh uh, oh him. Oh yeah, uh, no no he didn't. It's his butt a scratch. He un- he unbroke it. <laughs> it's a scratch. Uh, Marcushi. Oh right, man. man, that uh, is yeah, that was some Marcushi ass shit, man. Uh, anyways. Let me try to break down this match because this sure. was a beaut. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I I remember actually stumbling on uh, Rocky Romero. He's one of the first people I saw next to um, – I always forget his name, but he's the dude with the bleach hair. He had, like, the head injury, but he always used to do, like, the headbutts, like the dead uh, drop, or, like the teardrop headbutts and shit. Hamne? Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember those That's two. Right. The, I forget. Yeah, those are right. the, he does have that bleep on. Those look. two had a match. He's had a tan too. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got that uh, the blade uh, haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, those are the first. That was the first match I've seen from New Japan when everything started heating up. So mm-hmm. like, I always had like a, like an affinity for Rocky, 
and I would love to do a remix of his song. Anyways, uh, Romero teases the cross arm breaker as us is finished before Danielson slows it down. Danielson tries for his patented backflip drop step counter, but Romero evades and sends him out of the ring as Orange Cassidy distracts Danielson long enough for Romero to hit the suicide dive. Very nice. Uh, Danielson locks in the Romero special, which I was like, that's kind of funny because mm-hmm. he's, that, that, you know. Uh, Rocky gets to the ropes. Uh, Romero hits the springboard tornado DDT out of nowhere, which was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, bro, uh, as the cameraman pans the Matt Hardy once again in the attendance in the crowd, who appears to be following Orange Cassidy on like a week to week basis, like stalking the dude. Yeah, straight up. Uh, <laughs> he cut my man's hair. Like, and it's like funny because everyone's like, "Wasn't it y'all that was supposed to be in the hair inverse hair?" Yeah. Joint? I mean, we don't care. Well, you pulled it, out it, and threw Jack. But, in but there, we were yeah. like, "Yeah, if we don't, we don't care enough to, for it to happen now. Like, if y'all yeah. want to just let it go, but don't just keep having them just to show up. Like, I forget about you. Word. <laughs> it's word, just word. I don't know. Uh, Danielson, uh, I'm sorry, Romero tees off uh, with some strikes on Danielson, who's caught up in the ropes, uh, but hits also a diving shotgun dropkick, follows up with a step of Herc and Ronner off the ring steps, uh, and then throws Brian back in the ring, catches him with a running sliced bread, which was awesome, mm-hmm. uh, for a two count. Uh, Rocky tries for his vintage combo of clotheslines, but Brian cuts it short uh, with the rolling elbow uh, and hits the German suplex for a near fall of his own. Uh, Romero counters a avalanche back suplex into the crossbody. That's one of my favorites. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. From quite a height, too. I was going yeah. kind of worried on that bump, but really good, man. Yeah, Dan- Daniel, he's the one that wants to go for those. Yeah, though. but you know what? He said he feels the best he's felt in, uh, in, he said in he uh, feels his alive. career. Yeah, yeah seriously. It's, it's just, I mean, and I'm happy for him, to be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, another two count, but uh, floats uh, the the kick out into the cross arm breaker again, trying to get Brian to submit. But Brian breaks out of it with a deadlift sit out power bomb. Uh, both men trade submissions before Brian lands a huge butt saw kick out of nowhere. I'm gonna call it the butt saw kick. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to pay homage. Uh, Brian tries uh, tries for the running knee, but uh, Rocky counters with a jumping knee of his own and goes for another slice bread out the corner. But Brian counters and hits the face stomps before transitioning into the label lock. Uh, Rocky fights it off, so Brian taps him out with a uh, tequila sunrise. Tight. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was interesting. For the finish. Because I've never seen it done that way, but that's the only way to describe it was it was a tequila sunrise, but he had way more leverage on his back well, I mean, than you normally get. Yeah. Also, when you think about it, his arm was already at full like torque because mm-hmm. of how the label lock works. So, I mean, when I saw that he, he tapped out immediately, I was like, yeah, save your arm, I do. Yeah, Or my G, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I call it yeah. both. Hey, my goat. <laughs> hey, my goat. You know what I mean? Repun- no, but no, no, I really enjoy this match. Very competitive, good way to open up the crowd, but yeah. it, I think the whole thing suffered from having really nothing, you know, no, no involvement with Miro. Right? No, except for I mean, Ro Miro. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Rocky loves it, Emily. It, it, it was uh, it was uh, more of like more of what Daniel likes to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, I'm here to wrestle. Yeah, he's. I'm. I'm trying to keep, make sure the engine's running before I take the big trip. He's like, Cody was journey. talking about cutting a, a, a schedule no one's seen, but I ain't. I ain't seen him cutting <laughs> yeah, the yeah. schedule. And then the big show came. Not that yeah, big I mean, show. Maybe you should get off that. Uh, get off the uh, the Nightmare Express a few times and come down to Earth. Nah, I'm playing. Man. <laughs> Anyways, Tony Schiavone speaks with the Inner Circle. Which I was glad this is how this turned out because I was like, why do we need another talking segment before mm-hmm. we go into the match? Inner Circle come out and get jumped by American Top Team, but I noticed, I noticed, I noticed. But I, you know what? I'll talk to. I'll wait, I'll wait. I'll wait. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, uh, Dos Santos, uh, pretty much they all just jumped the shit out of uh, Inner Circle. Yeah. Uh, Dos Santos uh, gets some gut shots on Santana. Um, Men of the Year uh, throw Santana to the still steps. And then you got Dos Santos uh, attacking Jericho and Ortiz with a kendo stick. Uh, Sky and Paige set up a table in the ring. 
Um, and before I get to this, uh, a lot of people are thinking that maybe this is possible that we get like a turn from Hager uh, because I noticed he wasn't there to get his ass kicked. No, he got ta- he got taken out on the ramp. Was he there? Yeah, yeah. Somebody oh, walloped so. him, uh, kind of like or, rock or, style. After he took that did, elbow from Braun, did, <laughs> he's like, he, "Hey, settle down." Or, it was like or, that. or was that just a sparring hit, a strike? That yeah, he's used yeah. To. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it didn't look yeah. great. It looked as great as those uh, very slow forearms that Jericho was getting. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Dude, it's forearm, yeah. forearm. It's got to make contact, contact, yeah. contact." But uh, it's this, like it's not the bag, bro. <laughs> it's Jericho. It's a person. Uh, uh, <laughs> They got they got a deep program, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. All they know is like strike, strike, hit, hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I don't blame them. Uh, Sky and Page set up a table in the ring as they help Dan Lambert perform possibly the most carefully executed but most awful looking powerbomb on Jericho through the table, shield style, I suppose. I don't really know. A lot of people say then, Jer- that was not so much a bomb as much as it was Jericho falling pretty. Yeah, and, and it gets mm. Jericho on the walls of Jericho. Guy. Yeah, they, as Scorpio Sky yeah. takes Jericho's arm and makes him tap out. Uh, biggest takeaway here is that their plan is to leave full gear with Lambert pinning Jericho for the win, which, I mean, kind of made my prediction uh, yeah. fairly easy. Um, you know, but uh, from here we had the trio tag match: uh, Doctor Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel versus Thunder Rosa, Anna Jay, and Tay Conti, uh, or Ty Conti. I'm sorry, uh, Anna Jay and Ty can, uh, Conti come out together with matching gear and song and video. I thought this was cool. Yeah, uh, Thunder Rosa surprisingly has some. Uh, you know, closely matching gear as well. I thought that was kind of cool as yeah, well. They got that pink motif. Yeah, you know what I mean? A little, a little, like, I'm like, look at his rainbow shirt, but me without no spoon. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, as the, man. As the match starts off with uh, hot, with all six women getting into it before Baker takes a powder to get away from uh, from Conti, obviously her opponent, uh, this Saturday. Uh, match officially starts with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker as the crowd is really into it, man. Yeah, dude, uh, they want that rematch, dude. Uh, due to their history, obviously, you know, yeah, 100%. Uh, teases the fire Thunder Driver, but Baker tags out to uh, Rebel instead. Anna Jay and Thunder Rosa with some good tag team offense before a ref distraction allows Hater and Baker to jump Anna Jay on the outside before going to picture in picture. Uh, Hater tags in and continues to isolate Anna Jay in her corner, uh, but we see Anna finally get uh, the hot tag into Conti as she hands out pump kicks to everybody, and uh, <laughs> pretty much, and then hits Hater with mm. the, 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 the tie KO for a near fall. Uh, Baker hits the rolling elbow as uh, Hater hits a Irish curse backbreaker mm-hmm. and holds her for Baker to hit a super kick to Anna Jay's ribs as Hater then lands an STO for another near fall. Uh, which I, I am a fan of the STO. You don't see it a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my man uh, Chris Daniels. What's up, my Word. Yeah. Uh, but Thunder Rosa runs in for the save. Uh, Rebel tags in as things start to break down. Uh, the finish comes when Thunder Rosa hits a diving crossbody on the outside, taking out Hater as Ty. I was worried by that. It was, yeah. No, she she was checking on her for sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, as uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ty hits the uh, the DD Ty on Rebel as Britt Baker is hesitant hesitant to run in and saves her and bails on Conti as uh, you know she pins Rebel for the win. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, good, good uh, six women offense, uh, or not offense, but matchup, I should say, in action. Uh, surprised that there was a uh, women's match so early in the car because we usually see it in the second hour, but I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and this is where, I, again, I thought we were going to get another match, but uh, we got a highlight video again with uh, Ruby Soho versus uh, Chris Statlander. Oh, uh, hey, she also uses the STL, Ruby. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Uh, which is supposed to face each other, obviously, in the quarterfinals uh, for the uh, you know the TBS championship. Mm-hmm. You got Ruby referencing Statlander having her back when, uh, since she's uh, first came to AEW, but says that now she stands in the, that she stands in the way of her and becoming the first women's TBS champion. That respect don't mean shit. 
Uh, wholesome note, Ruby and Liv, I just wanted to say this. Uh, they actually found each other. I think I sent this to you at an airport. Randomly. Yeah, dude, that was, yeah, that was uh, very nice. I thought nice. it was really cool. Really dope. Um, yeah, I thought it was you know, crazy. It's like, a stranger just tapped you on the shoulder and said, Hey, hey, here's Ruby. Yeah, so it's it's, it's and, amazing. And you're, like, you're like thinking in your head, like "fuck off, I'm tired from the flight." Yeah, you're like no, no, for real. Look, mm-hmm. you're like, holy fuck, oh my god, dude. Yeah, I, that was a great story. Did we just become best friends. Great video as well. Am I part of the riot squad? No, we don't know you, stranger. Palpable emotion. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was worth noting. You know, you got to give him something wholesome mm-hmm. every now and again. There's so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jungle Boy versus Anthony Bowens, and uh, I lead with the rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. The acclaimed on the mic, I'm a showboat. Jungle Boy stutters every time he cuts a promo. Ooh. He can't get the words out. Hang with the acclaim. Yeah, we teach you how to work, work out. out. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't say the other line because I was like, that's when it got weird. I'm like, why are you saying you wouldn't kiss? You, something about him being his fetish and he wouldn't kiss him or something? I don't like? know, man. Yeah. I was like, that's right. <laughs> I be getting these funny vibes like, from Caster because I'm telling you, when you first told me about the acclaim, then you, and not that I care. But, but you thought like, it was him. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, you're like, no, Bowens is the one that's that's gay. And I was like, really? Because, like, Caster is the one that makes the most, like, facial expressions. And he has this way that he, like, does these things with his hands, these hand gestures. Man, that are just, and, you know, on, and Did you see how they it, do that scissoring thing? No, oh, they the, do that all the time. With the, I was yeah, like, and I'm surprised they get away with it. Because he's always like, it. Oh, And man. then, uh, of course, he ends with, uh, I had to emphasize, you leave your girlfriend alone with seven guys. Yeah. I was like, oh. They're well, nice guys. These are I know. these are the troops. Uh, I, I didn't do a whole lot of uh, you know. I knew what kind no, of what yeah, this yeah. match was going to be. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy with his usual unique uh, athletic offense. Bowen's using his power game to cut off uh, the momentum, uh, hitting both the arrival DDT and his other finish. I can't. I mean, it's like a kind of a weird like belly to belly like sit out. It's I'm weird. telling you, yeah. It's um, like it's like a you like yeah. It's like a sit out like, like a STL and then spins you over for a belly to belly. Yeah. It's it's weird, yeah, but it's. It's creative, just yeah. like that DDT, because that but DDT it, is But if nice someone told me to go and, like, yeah, just uh, execute, I'm like, I don't even know how the fuck he does it. No, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, but it was big. You know, you got Jungle Boy kicking out of both. You know what I mean? Obviously, mm-hmm. bigging him up. Plus, Caster at ringside with quite a bit of interference throughout the match as well. Overall, proved to be a tough win and a challenging contest for Jungle Boy, who was going to be in his first, uh, as far as I can remember, uh, more high-profile pay-per-view match instead of just being in, like, a triple, triple team tag team match yeah. with this or... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you know, he, he or the, usually or the fit him into video like, game match. Yeah, you know, I mean sometimes in a tag team video game match sometimes, with the Bucks or whatever. Yeah, and sometimes he'll be in like a battle royal or on mm. a buy-in or whatever the situation true, is. Yeah. So I thought that was good for him. Finish comes when Jungle Boy counters a Uranagi and locks in the snare trap uh, for the tap out win. Uh, Post match, surprisingly, Bobby Fish comes out of nowhere and jumps Jungle Boy while he was uh, celebrating his win. Uh, lands uh, some huge knees and hits the release T-bone into the ropes before Christian Cage and Luchasaurus, or who I like to call uh, Jurassic Charisma. Mm. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Or Instant Jurassic. Ooh. <laughs> TM. I just remember he was Instant Red. Classic Christian Red. Cage, Red. and uh, I always thought Doug that. Registered trade. Yeah, TM pending. TM pending. We own the rights. Tony, you're going to have to write some checks, bro. Uh, <laughs> nah, totally, but... totally cleaning up. But this, I was intrigued by this because immediately I don't say nothing. I go, what the? F-? And I go, okay, I don't know why he needs to do this. Like, is this going to lead to a match on Rampage? It's like, why would he need to fight someone on Rampage? Yeah, I was like, like they could have just booked it. I was a, thinking the same page. thing. I was like, yeah, this could yeah. be next Wednesday. And I was like, is he going to show up in the street fight? And then I go, man, what if? Nah. And and I'm not saying nothing out loud because I'm like, I don't want to connect let me sit the dot just yeah, yet. Let me exactly. Sit back and see so yeah, continue, sir. Uh, highlight video here. We got a Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. Uh, Page says, 
Last year, he had to watch as his friends were crowned tag team champions and world champion as he stood in the distance and watched. A lot of heartbreak and setbacks uh, can only fall short so many times before it breaks you eternally. As a few people are, we, we get some quotes from other other outside sources yeah. as well, mm-hmm. uh, and breaks the fans' expectations of you. Said uh, Excalibur. Uh, Omega says he was never able to uh, really relate to Hangman when they were tagging, but uh, says Paige says nothing could be better uh, than winning the AEW Championship at Full Gear. While Omega reiterates that. He doesn't lose big matches, but Hangman Page always does, and he and he says that he's, uh, he, uh, he he still believes that he still does not stand a chance. Basically, gotcha. Um, you know, tit for tat. Yeah, a little something to hype up before we get yeah. to the. Yeah, I do contract. like how they do that thing where they'll get a bevy of uh, you know wrestling personalities within the company or not yeah. to weigh in. I think that's really responsible how they do that. Next I thought it was, match is a bigger deal. I thought it was funny because you had Taz say something, mm-hmm. and I was like. But your boys were beefing with him at one point. Yeah, that's what's funny. I now mean, you he, got something nice he, to say. But he will say, like, anytime he's on commentary, he'll stick to long-term bookings. Like, I can't stand that guy, Christian Cage. You know, it's just like, you're not even beefing him now, but okay. Yeah, you know, he, so. he's like, I can just keep tabs on all the feuds. Yep. yep. Uh, and from here, we got a super click backstage promo. Uh, they pretty much bask in Jungle Boy getting his ass kicked a few moments ago as Adam Cole tells the Bucks that he wants to introduce him to someone he's known for a while. And cue in Bobby Fish as the crowd eats it up. I popped, dog, on the yeah. inside. I was like, oh, okay. They're like, actually going like, with the fuck up and listen the, to what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, oh, I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, Buck said, we know who Bobby is. <laughs> They're fully oh, aware yeah. of who Bobby is. I'm thinking, yeah, ROH for sure. Ma- New Japan for sure. Major uh, matches against, uh, why can I think of their uh, name? Red Dragon. Oh, yeah, 100%. Ooh, come on. Yeah. Ooh, 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 25th hour. Got it. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, but they said that uh, uh, they tell Bobby that, you know, as the new guy in AEW, to understand that there's no dispute this is the era of the elite. But says that if his good friend Adam Cole vouches for him, and that means that they're cool. Cole agrees as Bobby is good and comes up with the idea uh, I already had in the post-match, and that was for Bobby to face Jungle Boy and Rampage one night before his big Falls Count Anywhere match against the Super Click at Full Gear. Yeah. Great. This is good. This is uh, – like, WWE wouldn't ever do something like this. No. Not not like if they jumped to you the main I mean? roster, they would just keep them away from each other. I mean, I like it because, you know, you can't deny what's great. And, you know, even this morning I go – um, oh, but they can't do it without Roddy. And I, then I stop and I go, Roddy's not an original member. And I was like, they can do this. Kyle's done in a month. Yeah, I, I was mean, like, holy shit. It's one of those and things where I was like, maybe even there could be a triple if the Good Brothers were able to come back. But I'm like, who? I'm kind of cool. I might need the space on my creative suite. Yeah, no, I, mean, <laughs> like, I, I, I got them coming in for a short period, and then you know they're getting they're going down mm-hmm. uh, for a talent trade as well, and maybe yeah. not coming back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we had a highlight video. One-way ticket. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're doing well down there. No, mm-hmm. you're making good money. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston uh, highlight video from Rampage. Obviously, this was uh, great. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, one of the more realistic uh, situations that we've had. And honestly, you know, even though we've had great matches from Punk, this is his best uh, segment he's done. Um, I just love how Eddie just literally just called him, you – Ego, you know, bitch. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, this is real as fuck right I mean, now. The, what, like, what like, done it for me is when he was like, like the, the realness of like, dude, I held you at that high standard because I wasn't the only one. We all saw greatness in you, but you failed to reach that greatness. And now you're a bum. Yeah, like, when he, yeah, when, yeah, when that got thrown, I was like, oof, okay. He said, yo, my man like, got want, no nipples. But you know what? And we'll talk <laughs> about it off screen, but a lot of people yeah. are, are comparing this. Mm. To Cena, CM Punk, when he mm. goes, 
you know, you had all this. And he goes, no, what are you talking about? You said you gave up, you almost gave up hope on me in ECW. Remember that, John? You know? And so it's kind of switched where now, if you think about CM Punk, is the franchise player. He's hmm. become the Yankees. Oh. You know, when he punched them and what happened? You should go back and not come back for another seven years. And he headbutted him. So yep. I, I don't know if that's, that's exactly what they're doing, but this is very a lot of parallels to me where I can see this turning, uh, you know, to a long burn for a heel turn for Punk. But my bad. Go, go no, ahead. no, you're good. I, yeah. I mean, this, <laughs> this is why we we discussed. Yeah. Uh, from here, we had Willer Yuta um, <laughs> uh, versus Ward Dog. I was I was <laughs> juicing and then looked up. I was like, oh, it's no, over. he was juicing. Uh, <laughs> Yo. Four power bombs later, the finish comes yes. when Wardlow hits the couch of the award knee strike out of the corner for the win. I, I love how he sets uh, it up. I uh, love how he was kind of getting some cheers, too. Dude, he was like, one more time. I was like, fuck it, I'll give you two. <laughs> Like he rolled him into another one. I'm like, I don't think he knew that one, that one yeah. was coming. But he was He's like, like, you know what's coming up. Uh, <laughs> you know what the fuck to do. Post match, oh, the Blade and Isaiah Cassidy, aka you know, to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Big Money Matt all jump Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, uh, who was obviously checking in on Yuta, who um, took an ass whipping. Hardy grabs a chair and puts it over uh, Orange Cassidy's head, or he put his head through the chair, uh, depending how you saw it. Yeah, and hits the twist of fate to leave him laying. Twist um, of hate, as they say. No, I, well, I don't know. They called it the side effect before he had to correct himself. Yeah, and I was like, calm down, today. Oh. Oh no! It's you, Excalibur. It's <laughs> yeah. the ice pick. Everybody no. got hit with the, with this. Yeah. Uh, from here, we uh, we actually went straight to a Eddie Kingston and CM Punk um, Seg, segment, yeah. low mm-hmm. key, where they were being separated in the parking lot area. Uh, as uh, I mean, all I have to say is two takeaways. This was smart because they didn't. We don't need to for them to outperform what they did. Yeah, or pour any more uh, oil. No, on, or, we don't need them point, to try yeah. to reemulate that. It yeah. was natural. It was organic. Let that keep steaming over. Y'all just showed the highlight. This is a way to keep the tensions going and the hype going into the match without either of them having to fight, uh, but it makes them both look good. You know what I mean? It's just insane how fast, even though it's got CM Punk's name attached to it, because don't get me wrong, Kingston's like, he's the shit right now in AEW. He's got a really good, strong fan base, but it's like, they threw together one of the most must see matches in a week. Yeah, man, and then you know? he, and, and that's the thing people been off like of talk, complaining off like, of talk. I mean, it's cool he's back, but he ain't hitting these promos like he's just like, hey, I'm happy to be here. Let's yeah. all go to Disneyland and get some ice cream bars. Like, that's not how I feel. That's how people been been kind of parroting him, thinking he's a parody yeah. himself. Like, he's almost like, all right, you can pinch yourself. It's real. You can you can get back yeah. to work now, type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know. But and I even like Eddie's like, no one wants to say this. They want, but nobody wants you here. They never wanted you here. And it's just like, man. But it. it was, it's one of those man, things oh where man. when you actually get into all that, you're like, there are some people who said they don't need him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it'd be too cliche or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, the other point, uh, takeaway, major takeaway, we also get to see how thick those Impact Wrestling roots really are. As we see, Sanjay Dutt has a job in AEW now, apparently, because he was one no, of the guys. No, we reported this, like, months ago. Was he? Did he we asked for his release. They gave it to, to him. To go work and, for him? And no, he oh. didn't tell him that. He just he oh. said something no, 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 else. Not, yeah, not specifically. And it was a bait and switch, and he showed up, like, three days later. Ah. AEW got himself a job, bro. So we just need Jay Lethal, yeah. and we got another tag team. I got a question, though. Know, Ruby Soho is garnered a... Quite a job in the separation brigade, you know what I mean? She's yeah, like, last oh, time it was there. last. No, but remember, like, I don't know if you, I, we had just to talk about this, but it was her and JT Dunn. That was yeah, the last that's, time. I yeah, was that's like, right. Yeah, I was like, 
Are you on the card? Because I would love to see look? you. Yeah, I would love to see I you. I did hear Tony Nice got a look the other day too. Man. Instead of just being in the crowd, but I don't, I don't he know. He keeps like doing. He's a good talent, but I think it's time WWE make, has got me not I need to, to care see, anymore. I need to see personality because I can't just do. There's too many guys with with just ring skills. You yeah. know what I mean, but uh, speaking of exceptional ring skills and uh, personality attached, Leo Rush, Dante Martin versus mm. Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't making that. Yeah, it might. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Not with this one. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, there's some things. But Pause. I did, <laughs> I did want to say that uh, our hearts go out um, to uh, Leo Rush. Uh, before this uh, match, he had wrote, uh, just got some uh, rough news that my grandmother had sadly passed from a heart attack. Uh, oh, we talked about how she looked forward to seeing me wrestle on TV again. Uh, tomorrow I'll be making my uh, – oh, this is the day before. Tomorrow I'll be making my AEW debut without my grandmother, but I know she'll still be watching. This is for mm-hmm. you. Oh, yeah. And I uh, posted, like, a, a white dove emoji. But, uh, yeah, man, I thought that was really important because, yeah, he had a really good match. This is his first debut match. Really, When you think about it, he hasn't had a singles match. Mm-hmm. outside. He got hurt at the match. He yeah. Him, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was as a joker, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to try to – I'm going to try, man. <laughs> that damn man, Hardy? No. Uh, you got Martin and Moriarty uh, start – uh, starting off the match with a crazy trading of uh, pinfalls before Seidel and Rush tag in. Uh, Rush walks straight past Seidel and tries to talk to Moriarty, but Seidel checks him for the disrespect before Rush slaps the shit out of him hard. Mm. Uh, Rush tries, <laughs> you like that, huh? Mm. Uh, Rush tries for the rushing evasion moves, but gets cornered as Moriarty takes a swipe at him and Seidel hits the rolling savat kick. Uh, vintage of, uh, of oh, yeah. uh, Seidel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Takes him off his feet. Uh, Leo battles back with a springboard Hurricane Rana on uh, Seidel as he gets a receipt on Moriarty as well before all four men trade strikes as we go to picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, Dante misses a diving shotgun dropkick as Seidel takes control uh, with the standing uh, corkscrew Santon. Moriarty tags in and locks Martin in when an ab stretch, then transitions into a variation of the Argentine backbreaker yeah. uh, before tagging in Seidel again for a double Russian leg sweep. Uh, back from picture in picture, Dante hits the uh, a huge sunset, or it's like a it was a graceful ass uh, sunset flip for he a near be, fall. Yeah, he does that. Man. It was like a swan swanton. It's crazy because we've seen other people in WWE do that same spot, and you go, man, that was that was such a waste. But it's like such a like, oh man, look at that. It's like <laughs> it's like, like, like you can't help watch. but watch him in motion. Yeah, right? like it's, 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 yeah, mm. uh, a pun intended. It's like poetry perpetual motion. motion. Yeah, man. Hey, yo. Should they get Ronaldo? No, never mind. That's mm. that's a whole other podcast. No, I, I know what's the name. Excalibur says it about somebody else too. Well, no, mm. he, he he stole that. No, I'm no. I'm just saying they'd be cool. Personified. If they go. got Ronaldo, yeah, uh, no, that would be squad. great. But mm. uh, anyways, uh, Dante with the sunset flip for near fall, uh, and evades Seidel with a big back flip. Hits a springboard shotgun drop kick finally uh, before tagging in Leo, who immediately eats a running boot from Moriarty, uh, who then hits like I don't do. I don't know if you saw this shit. It was like a pump handle corkscrew sit out face, but it was weird. What the f- oh, nah, I gotta go back. Man, yeah, up. yeah. If you get a chance to see it, it was. I don't know if it was corkscrew because of how small Leo was, mm. or if that's just the nature of the move. But this kid has some moves that that aren't even in the game. Um, uh, like this I said, is not, it's not the move that uh, no nope. Brian. Cage I know, I know what it sounds oh, okay. like, but mm. it, it's it's like a it's like that, but it's like an extra spin. Man, I got I got to see how that looks. Yeah, um, and, and he lands entirely the other way instead of like face first, he lands like body first and face like. It's, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I got to see. <laughs> uh, that. Didn't know what to call that as I actually wrote it in my notes, but <laughs> I said, but, but should have been the finish or his finish at mm. least. Mm. Um. Seidel tags in and tries to double-team Rush, but gets taken out with a tornado. Uh, Enziguri plus Rush hits a double handspring elbow to Jerry Style on both Seidel and Moriarty. 
Uh, Rush with a set of suicide dives on both men and hits Moriarty with the rolling unprettier for a near fall. Uh, Leo tags in Dante as it looked to hit hit some sort of uh, double-team high-flying move from the top turnbuckle, but uh, Seidel hits the standing Frankensteiner on Rush out of the corner as Moriarty then jumps on the top rope. Uh, takes out Dante with the avalanche-style overhead throw. Uh, but the finish comes when Seidel and Moriarty try for a double-team move but Dante uh, on Dante. Uh, but Rush uh, saves him, hits Moriarty with the low-altitude roundhouse before telling Dante, the legal man, to go for the double-jump moonsault, which he does to pin Moriarty for the win. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, – and the crowd was really into this match. Like I said, they had more time than I thought. Um, yeah, definitely. Anticipated. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Because um, on paper, I'm like, oh, they could have done this on Rampage for like probably 12 yeah, minutes. They really could have. But, but I'm glad Moriarty yeah, got, got a, a look, though. Yeah, no, everybody. I mean, even Leo. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, it being Leo Rush's debut. Oh, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, because they, they definitely want people to know. He had the debut uh, what logo over his name and the and the visual image and everything. They for were the, like, yeah. I, I don't know about the full body suit, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different, but we'll see. Yeah. We had a Miro promo here. You were asking about Miro. Uh, says, Brian, this isn't personal. You're everything to some, you're everything to some but you're nothing to me. Do you know my God? Do you know if he's blessing me or messing with me? Is he willing to trade my bad neck for yours? I need this. I need to win this tournament. I need to put the world title around my waist and the world champion underneath my ground. Says Brian came to AEW to feel alive, but he needs to understand that he is pushing a man that is holding a scythe. But this isn't personal. It says Brian just has to say goodbye to his wife mm-hmm. just so he can say hello to his. Yeah. I was like, I heard, yeah, I didn't see this, but I heard of that ver- uh, the, the lines. I was like, damn, this it's dude is deep. going in. Yeah, for sure. I was like, you got these double entendres. We'll shit. see what happens on Rampage, though. Yeah, Tonight. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely see it. But mm-hmm. uh, for me, we had Dax Harwood uh, with Tully uh, versus Pac. Uh, it was announced that all other wrestlers were banned from the ringside as cash is and cornering Dax, but Tully's allowed because he has his manager's license. That was a data reference that I loved. Yeah. Uh, starts with a traditional lockup as both put on a very amazing sequence of uh, holds and transitions to the fans' appreciation. Uh, they continue this pace until Pac is a big spaceman plancha on Dax uh, before the picture-in-picture. Picture. He just be pulling those out a little too early sometimes for my taste. It's like, yo, man, that's a big spot, but, you know. No. I, I love it. He, he hits them, but sometimes too early. <laughs> I hear you, but, you know... <laughs> You know, the, you got to give him what they want. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he's a bastard, so, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, they were de- dead fucking last, but it's a main event, so. Uh, back from picture in picture, and holy shit, we get an avalanche hanging brain buster from Pac on Dax that looked just fucking gnarly. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, and no, I've seen him do it Fuck. before, yeah. Uh, Pac with the uh, pump kick in the corner and follows with the diving shotgun drop kick to the back of Dax's head and neck. Pac gets set up for the black arrow, but Dax rolls out of the way as Pac tries for the corner attack on Dax, but totally pulls Dax out the, out of harm's way, and uh, Dax hits the brain buster for another near fall. Uh, Dax tries for the uh, brain buster again, but Pac floats over, hits the super kick, and tries for the black arrow again, but Dax cuts him off at the top and hits the avalanche back suplex for a near fall. Crowd going nuts at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac tries for the deadlift German, but Dax counters with the springboard sit-out powerbomb off the ropes uh, for another big near fall, but the finish comes when Pac uh, tries for the backslide a pin as Dax kicks out. He flows over into the brutalizer for the immediate tap out, obviously not wanting to injure himself before the big tag team match in a couple days. Yeah, I thought they did a good job covering that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's Sometimes been times where it's it, not, yeah. and it makes someone look like shit. Like, a, yeah. like a, not, not just like shit, a like a chicken shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah, man. And 
yeah, this was good. And you know what? I, I didn't doubt it because Dax had a hell of a banger with Jericho when they went against each other not too long ago. Yeah, too, he did. You know? So that's when I knew he. I mean, and then he had the one with Roman, too, right? Back when they were in WWE as a revival. Like, didn't they have that thing where didn't they beat Roman and somebody else? Or is it Seth and Jason? Jordan? They had some run where they beat them both. And that's how you knew they had a finish. Like, that's when Daw- or not Dawson, but Cash is using the gory bomb. The gory bomb, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh. Okay, and then what's the name was using the tiger driver? It's like what? <laughs> okay, cool. like since when? Yeah, so but not it was it was it was good. I mean, those guys can whether tag or singles, they can go. But uh, not to be outperformed, uh, there is some post match action. Yes, sir. Pac not wanting to let go of the brutalizer, to which Cash comes out of nowhere to break it up as FTR continue to jump Pac. Then the lights go out, and when they come back on, we see Malachi Black and Andrade Eli Dolo as mm. they now join in on the four on one beat down. Until the Lucha Bros run down for the save and the camera pans to Cody making his way to the ring through the crowd as we get a huge smaz here. I told myself I'd work that uh, back into my vocabulary. Nice. <laughs> Where the baby faces upset the heels to pop the fans as well as build up some great hype and momentum for the pape this Saturday. You know, I heard he had a slow descent from the crowd. Well, I kinda. felt like some people were like, where the fuck you think you going, boy? <laughs> <laughs> not not no city roads. Nah. We want that jacket. I remember when your dad was getting his ass ripped by the horseman. <laughs> Matter of fact, this one's for Orange. Shank, shank. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? This Get one's for Harley. Glock. Get the Glock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Bobby Fish uh, announced for Rampage, as well as Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. Finally. Another match with a stipulation. Yeah. Lumberjack match. Oh, it's a Lumberjack? Okay. Yeah. But we did get announced that there is a buy-in uh, added to the uh, full gear uh, pape. It's Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose and uh, in a tag match, which I think is going to be dope, um, just based on all four names that are involved. Um, but also they you are... Said Jamie Hayter and who? And Nyla Rose. Huh. Versus Hikaru Shida. Huh. And you know she also got the help of Thunder Rosa. I wonder if Deeb's going to run in, though. Nah. Just because she got that heat with Sheeta. But nah, yeah, no, nah, that, that sounds interesting. I thought, honestly, the it, buy-in was going to end up being the HFO, like all their squad something. versus like a returning Trent with Rocky and Wheeler and Chuck and or I thought it was going to be like a five-on-five five or something. Yeah, and I would yeah, I could see him doing that. I think this is cool because you got two matches that are scheduled for the the, the, the quarterfinals. Yeah. Essentially happening here, just on you know, and they're on two different sides of the bracket too, so they wouldn't even face each other. True, yeah. until until they all if they all you reach the finals, you yeah, know. So definitely, um, but yeah, uh, and then also we got another tag match added to the main card: Cody Rhodes teaming up with Pack versus Andrade and Malachi Black. Personally, I would have rather seen two uh, solo matches. Yeah, um, but. This leaves room for them to be able to book those two solo matches down the line. And, yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm talking uh, Andrade and Cody again. I don't want to see Cody and, and uh, Malachi 4, uh, but I do want to see uh, Malachi and Pac for sure. Yeah, I'm, it's it's one of those things where I almost think the tag match would have worked better on Rampage or Dynamite. In my opinion, like that's that classic. Let's take two guys who got rivals that have sort of some, you know, uh, degrees of separation. You would have thought they would have done that tonight. Yeah. yeah, right as the go then, home. Like, the, but the that also match, is a WWE yeah. formula. So I, I mean, I, to be honest, I, I'm just if it's just a reason to get Pack on the card, I'm not mad at. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, so. I, I, I'm right there with you. But I, I will say, but if they had those uh, separate matches, that would have been ill. I sure. mean, but they already at capacity with the buy-in. They're at 10, yeah. 10 matches that we got. I'm, I mean, I, flex love, on. I love the women, but 
you know, I don't know if I need that tag team match. That could also be a rampage. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I digress. I man. do. I do like the, yeah. the the excitement behind it. Like, again, I think this is going to be a cool, uh, mm-hmm. a really well worked match. But we also had a video package uh, highlighting MJF versus Darby Allen. I mean, I didn't really take notes on this because there's nothing that they're saying that we haven't yeah. already covered. And it, to be honest, that's going to be like I was going to ask you, but it's going to be way too hard to even try yeah. to narrow it down. Because I'm like, what match is going to be? The show stealer, but I'm like, dude, there's that one. There's CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. There's the main event we've been that's a year in the making. There's the tag match with Lucha Bros and FTR. Yeah, like, man. Like, it, there's not really a bad match. Like, like when we were doing predictions earlier in Flow Show, because you know we do confidence points. Yeah. Added to it, so that kind of makes it harder because we're like, dude, um, even though they uh, leaked this, there's a lot of matches that could go either way, and I honestly like. This, yeah, and that was kind of what we liked in the first place. We don't want place. the predict. We don't want the predictability in our predictions. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know, as it's, it's, it's as that sounds, but. Uh, we come down to the to the contract signing, man. This is the, the the end of the night. We got Tony Schiavone inviting Hangman to sign a contract first. Hangman says, you know, after all this time, I don't know what else there's left to say. But I know that the sooner I sign this, the sooner we can get the full gear and I can beat your ass for the AW Championship as he signs the contract. Omega looks to have a second thoughts about signing as he cuts a promo now about how he can't share the same excitement or enthusiasm as Paige or the fans about their match because they used to be friends and as part of the elite they were like family and says all this was meant for him as well but if it wasn't if it wasn't for his insecurities and failures talks about Hangman living the cowboy spirit but says he wished the cameras would have caught how it really was behind the scenes as instead of Paige picking himself back up, it was them who continued to pick him up and sit him back up on his horse to give these fans that cowboy shit. Yeah. Uh, calls him a disappointment, and Hangman responds to this by says, you know, you could talk about him choking, talk about his failures and insecurities, but from what I remember, you once had another tag team partner that made you feel like you didn't measure up either. And I was like, oh, that's a coda. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but Paige gives Omega his flowers as he says, but, you know, I look at you in the eyes. You are the best bomb machine. You are this wrestling god. You know, you've been AEW champ for nearly a year and says, you know, it's fair to say that you may have surpassed him again, mm-hmm. you know. Coda, yep. pronouns, all that. Yeah. Uh, says Omega told him a lot of lies over the years and says the biggest one that he told was that he couldn't beat him. And, and also that, you know, oh, a, a year ago when, when uh, the Eliminator Finals, when he told him, good job, Hangman. I'm proud of you. And I forgot about that because I remember I was like, yeah, that didn't seem sincere at all. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't think it was going to be long term. Yeah. You know, like they would bring it back. But yeah, they they, I, they had to remind. I mean, not too bad. But I was like, oh, yeah, he did say that. You yeah. Know, but yeah. It says, uh, you know, he's, he says, you know what? You're not proud of me. You're actually scared of me. And says, Omega, you didn't want that loss to light a fire under my ass the same way it did for you and lead, you know, how it led you to becoming the AEW champion. You didn't want that for me. Uh, as, which made sense, but then Omega says, no, you got it all wrong without really elaborating. says, but, you know, he did it out of necessity and offers to have a man-to-man uh, handshake to seal the deal. And they engage in the handshake as Omega leaves the ring, uh, uttering the same words. Good good job, Hangman. I'm proud of you. You know, trying to get a little bit under his skin as a cameraman attacks Hangman from behind with the camera as he reveals himself to be none other than Don Callis mm-hmm. and grabs the mic and says, you know... They said the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was to make the world forget he existed, which mm-hmm. I was like, that was a great line. Yeah. Uh, as Hangman at this point is busted open now, and uh, Omega is actually signing his part of the contract in Hangman's blood as they go off the air. And I didn't I wasn't care. I wasn't. I didn't really care for the sign in blood because we yeah, saw was something little, like this yeah. nah, maybe a year or so ago in WWE, uh, which was just kind of like I guess you know, but. Um, you know, what I will say is I really liked the verbiage where Kenny was like, no, nah, man, I did, the, you know, 
Maybe we'll be friends again one day. Who knows? I doubt it. We'll see. But either him way, in, tried I, to lure him in, didn't yeah, he was yeah. like, let's let's kill it. On, on on you know, let's kill it at the pape. You know, and it was just kind of like, damn, that, that you know. So I will say that was some good character work for Kenny, but it just seemed offset by you know. I don't mind the typical shenanigans. I don't mind the return at dawn. I felt like what was a great line in the devil, you know, uh, make people forget he existed, was anchored down a bit by saying, "I've been hiding in my basement for two weeks," and it's like, yeah. it's like, bro, we we've seen vignettes at your, you know, this elaborate house with the bucks. <laughs> Why would you be in your basement? Why don't you just stay in like your fortress you, at yeah, home like a normal person? No one's checking on you that hard. Yeah, no, yeah, no one better be in that basement when we go over. Yeah, there. Marvez ain't coming for the scoop no more. He learned, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, man. It, it so that was I thought that's it. It suffered little bits you know towards the end but yeah it was a good way to gear up and we still got you know rampage tonight so and we'll sometimes see what happens like like not to i'm not here to poke at them but there's been times lately that i've remembered with the cameraman spot that when wwe who's you know the main people who have done it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know within the last five years because AEW wasn't here yeah uh, they've done it where it comes off really not obvious but when you see it you're like oh okay I, that, that's yeah. obviously so and so or yeah that's ambrose or yeah. that's you know what i mean and i will say i remember this camera guy said he's kind of getting in the way like man i was like i was like man sometimes every time i think they've come a long way they make these minor mistakes it's like <laughs> what i'm thinking and i'm like oh shit he was part of the bit Damn, okay. you. i just think it was funny how he also he some work. real top tier heel stuff let me have a fake goatee even though I'm wearing a facial mask, you know, that, that she was, was just like, was oh hilarious. man, that was over the top. So, but yeah, not you, not, you, not bad for a go home, man. You uh, you ready for these predictions before yeah, we go man. home ourselves? Yeah, man? yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Let's see. I'm gonna. Uh, I, 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 I got. Mm. I, I got. <laughs> I got a uh, from the bottom, and we'll yeah. work our way to the top. Buying, buying. Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. Versus Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose. I, for one, am going with Hayter and Nyla Rose. I'm going to go uh, Sheeta and um, Thunder Rosa. A, Rosa needs some. It's a what have you done for me lately type situation. Um, nah, man, man, this is tough. Because I almost see this turn into a tag match against Serena Deeb and Jade Cargill like next week. You know what why, I'm saying? Wh- why? I mean, she's... because she remember she ran off Cargill. And, I mean, I know they're supposed to be meeting. I think in the uh, tournament soon, anyway. But well, I Serena Deeb's not in it anymore, though. Yeah, I know, but, but she still has that Deeb. heat with with yeah with with Sheeta. But or I guess Sheeta did finally beat her. So, but um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with the faces, man, because I feel like Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose is gonna lead to Nyla trying to get a title shot or something, or or you know, maybe we'll get a good pro- uh, program for Jamie instead of just being a heavy all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think I'm gonna go uh, the the faces on this one. Heavy on the yams. Uh, <laughs> we have to be heavier. <laughs> <laughs> we got Cody Rhodes teaming with the bastard pack, taking on uh, Mr. Ellie Dolo himself yeah. and uh, the man who runs the house of Black uh, Malachi. Um, I'm going with the heels on this one. Um, Same. I mean, you got to do something that's maybe we possibly get Malachi beating Pac. That's why we get the push. Yeah. To, to you know. Hey, let's switch dance partners. Come here, you. Yeah, I, what I could almost see happening too is, um, you know, I feel like uh, maybe it's too soon, but it's, it's a pape. Anything could happen. I almost feel like Flair's gonna get involved and mm. help Andrade win, which will really boost that. Because uh, you know that was a good one-on-one with Cody and Andrade, despite the dusty finish. Um, it was a good dusty finish with. 
you know, getting getting hit, you know, with a title. But you know, but yeah, we didn't get a definitive answer, so we'll we'll see what's up. But I'm gonna go heels as well, man. I, I just oh, okay. don't um, see Pac being or Pac being able to coexist with his attitude with Cody. You know, another thing people are 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 uh, Brian was saying was he thinks this may be Pac possibly joining the House of Black. And when mm. you think about it, I'm like, well, that wouldn't hurt the Lucha Bros if he went by himself because they usually appear in se- <laughs> different segments together. They they choose whether they're in, they're cool yeah. or not. You know, it's weird, but they also already have Alex, so it's like, I mean, that will be would be interesting. I just I don't know how that works with his current uh, deal with Andrade. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Try to split up my family. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, is that Dominic Toretto? Somebody say family. <laughs> uh, we got the Super Click oh, versus the Instant Jurassic. Yeah, that's what we we, we coined that. We coined that. <laughs> TM, um, TM. It's hard not to say that Super. Wait, wait, wait. Falls count anywhere. Yeah. It's hard not to say that the Super Click's not going to win. It's a high stakes six man match. But they've been stacking and racking up wins as a, uh, as a trio, you know, for a few weeks now. So they don't necessarily need it. But I think I'm looking at Adam Cole needing a pay-per-view win, just like the Bucks do since the last time they were on a paper, they lost their titles. But it's also tough because uh, Jurassic Express also lost and Christian also lost. So it's... Um, Recently lost the Impact title. Yeah, you know, and they had that as well and lost against Kenny before that. I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, last papes, like, like you know, what they did. So... It's kind of a toss-up, but um, you know, I'm gonna go instant Jurassic. I don't know why they need it, but I don't think they need it. But just yeah, I'm gonna go for them. I, this is not to change your mind. Let me rephrase that. I'm not going for them. I'm predicting them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, I, I had I, trust me. It was a little while before yeah. I started winning actual papes because my predictions were based on yeah. Man, that, that's the thing. <laughs> personal. It's, it's, you gotta detach. No, it's I tough, mean yeah. it's like or uh, it's like I know the, how I would book it. Not all the good guys. Yeah, <laughs> know how I would book uh, it. I, I know versus uh, what they would do. Th- this isn't to change your mind, but I went with uh, the super click because I'm like. Well, if it's false guy any, anywhere, and you got Bobby Fish still lurking around, that's true. You got you know Bobby I mean? Fish. I mean, I don't know if Cutler you got Brandon Cutler. You got yeah. Nakazawa. Though, I mean, we haven't seen Kazarian in a while, so I wonder if this will be a good and, place for I Kazarian. Mean, out of nowhere, you might get a, uh, you know, Tex uh, Ferguson. And, and <laughs> I mean, I was thinking Chad that, too bad. but it, it is. Uh, I, I have seen it. It's confirmed. There, uh, it could be on per on a per. Maybe, maybe like, I was going on, babe. I wouldn't be mad at that, you know. But uh, Ooh, I think they are still the current tag. Could champs, be Sour so. Boy. Ooh, He's the worst. Yeah, be a wonderful got situation. A, got a little problem. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going super click on that. Uh, we got the Inner Circle versus Man of the Year and um, AT and T phone Surf. No, American Top Team. Sorry, uh, Minneapolis Street Fight because it's not good enough to say Minnesota. We got to yeah. s- we got to tell them where it's from the streets of. Mean streets of Minneapolis, you know. Um, I mean, I think it just makes way more sense for a top team to win because, um, you know, I don't know if these guys are coming through to do jobs just because they're beating them up every week. You know what I mean? With softly placed forearms and knees, you know. Um, or, or let me rephrase it, being careful with some of their top-tier talent. Um, I just don't think Inner Circle need to win another crazy group warfare match which seems to be their calling card of this year almost you know what i mean from like reprising was it the 
football, the stampede, and all that stuff. So that's what I was uh, saying. I was like, they're just always involved in all in these something, firsts. Yeah, dude, like, you know, and and it just it, when you do so many firsts, it's hard to care. It doesn't have to be you guys all the time. Yeah, also, like, and it kind of I'll be honest, this whole thing is just overshadowed Sammy's responsibilities as a TNT. Hundred percent. I mean, like we're I, not getting those weekly. You know, what I mean, like we were getting with Miro and all those guys prior. So and it just yeah, sucks dude. that it suffers because of this mass group things but hey you know what what could be cool i mean i kind of like brian's idea i've been saying it may make more sense of hager because jericho said he wanted to break up the group before and tony wants it to last just a little bit longer who knows what the payoff will be but yeah, i could see I, top I, team i heard jericho it. like he wants it to break up it in a way where it's like a silent breakup like where they all do their own thing but they're still just attached at the hip like yeah kind of like if the bat signal ever comes up, like the know? shield basically yeah kind of yeah. you know in a bit which is i think that's the best way to go i'm not mad at it yeah but i'm also they may have really, outgrown each other by now you yeah know? but I, I also salivated hager getting in a place that he he, he would thrive in more maybe he's the third guy that we were talking about you know what i mean with page and sky or whatever but mm. yeah I, i'm gonna go uh top team on this i can see that he, he can bring catalina with him yeah i'm not yeah. mad at it to usurp uh using what's her name every week and paying those guys yeah that's true every week you know what i mean so and she um, she is good on the stick when he was going against cody for the tnt title she's so. right. i mean you know she tried to do the you I mean, know. she she didn't do as oh oh Catalina yeah 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 yeah, no, yeah. yeah. she was I, th I thought you were talking about a oh Van Sant yeah, no yeah. no plus uh, you got you got Hager versus Sammy installed right there for the title later yeah you know, that's AT true that'd be great so. I got a uh, inner circle um, because they've been seem to be making a big deal about this reunion yeah. so I'm like hey let's go out with a bang yeah. And then at the same time, it's like, you know, this is our last mission. You son of a bitch, I'm in. You know, kinda, it does kind of feel like that, uh, yeah. But but at the same time, I'm also thinking um, with them specifically, like, yeah, we're not, we're going to make sure he pins you. You're like, okay, so Jericho's going to make him tap. Especially after the, the, the disrespect yeah. on Dynamite. I'm like, okay, so there's a receipt coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? It's tough to argue. And I'm still going to go with the heels because, you know, if you think about it, top team or, you know, the matches they've had so far, they've beat them twice already. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and I so mean, Scorpio got, got wins over yeah, your you boy. Know, exactly. So Wrestling Logic would say, you know, Jericho And, and if it's a street back. fight, anything could happen. They could just dump, yeah. like, dump him on his head and then freaking you know pull uh, uh lambert on top of him plus I, mean? I was gonna say you know what we might yeah because that's what i was thinking but at the same time and i'm still going for top team i could see what's gonna happen is jericho ends up tapping out that fat headed dipshit because it's gonna make everyone go nuts i mean he was know, he was he a pumpkin headed dipshit uh once for, yeah. for halloween i thought that was great he brought there that back yeah uh from here we got cm punk versus eddie kingston and again this is i'm saying like from here like the match is just only Get better, yeah. Go out, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not particularly looking forward to the street fight, you know, because one thing I told Brian, I'm like, the street fight and no disrespect to Brit, but just based on the fact that I think a lot of people don't believe Conti may walk away mm -hmm. with the title, those are probably the only times people are going to want to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? But other than that, you know, it's not out of disrespect for their match. It's like, well, we want Baker to win. I'm pretty sure she's gonna win. Yeah, type of thing. I, you mean, know what I mean, I, I'm to me, I think it's just a great opportunity for Ty because she's already yeah, no, surpassed 100%. anything she did in uh, they, NXT. We talk about it all invested time. In, in in her a lot. Yeah, she, definitely. She does do well with the response. Yeah, with the crowd. she works better than you know a lot of people give her credit for for sure. But but uh, CM Punk versus yeah. Kingston, man. Uh, I'm going Punk. I was thinking Kingston, yeah, but it's hard but, not to. Uh, one thing that I had to point out is in that promo is he said, "I don't. It's to me. I don't care if I win or lose. I'm just going to beat your ass." So I'm like, 
okay, then there's like a built-in. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I feel escape like escape plan, but that's yeah. also it's not too obvious because it's within Eddie's character to want to just scrap and fight. Like, yeah, because he so. he's the kind of guy that can take it out and will not lose um, a lot of momentum because yeah, yeah. he's always going to go down swinging regardless. But. I believe it is going to be punk. I heard before Moxley was, uh, you know, left for rehab. The plan was for him to slowly have a personality, not personality change, but a, uh, you know, like you mentioned, he's getting more aggressive and stuff like that. And that was that was supposed (laughs) to, yeah, I guess him and Eddie that was supposed to transpire, you know, transpire between the both of them where they would have been a heel group. I or like not that. a group, but a, a a pairing that that was more on the heel like side, it. and I so like I think this might be where we go still, uh, where you get Eddie beating the shit out of Punk, and you know Punk survives versus you know defeats Eddie, and then he you know maybe gives him his flowers or whatever, and maybe we get a rematch. Because <laughs> I, I would, I think this would be a great multi match. Um, it's yeah, it's definitely program, layered. but it depends how because the promos might get redundant even though they'll be great you know what i mean I, I for the in-between we could push this towards i mean whenever mox can come back into a tag team between him and dragon yeah uh, versus yeah. them two which i think that'd be and a, punk's already said he would if he chased the tag title yeah, he, he would you know team up with he, dragon, he did yeah. name darby uh, as another like yeah, trio situation true. but yeah um but yeah I, i'm going punk you said Same. punk as well right yes. uh-huh. uh from here we're going darby allen versus mjf this was another one i'm like this can go any, uh, any way man but um I ultimately went with Darby, mm-hmm. even though I know that's super dangerous because Darby, he has the, the the uncanny ability to, he's so over that he can take a loss, but look. Same thing still as we take said a, about Eddie, yeah. Yeah, take a win in taking a loss. So mm-hmm. it's like MJF, it, like it, the thing that, that intrigues me the most is how they say, well, we're not going to start it off like a, you know, you know the way he always starts his matches off. We're going to do an old-fashioned wrestling match. So I'm like, well, Maybe it's Darby because he'll finally not only be the first one to beat him in singles action because he only took a loss in what tag team action and he didn't get pinned. Um, no, actually, well, Jericho didn't Jericho beat MJF and that was finally and then after that happened that's when he like recharged and was just like I'm gonna start talking shit about Brian Pillman and his family now and you know like that's did what he, he beat went him? Was, yeah. Oh yeah, was it a retirement match or something? Too? Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. believe so. Yeah, so yeah, that, maybe he's just omitting that you know because that's part of his heel persona. Because ex- remember exa- in, in yeah. the program he was like, "Why do you think I've never been pinned? No one's been able to pin me here." And then, you know, yeah. So, so that, mm. but but yeah, I think that uh, it would be a good look if Darby you know he beats him at his own game kind of thing. But no, definitely, I, I I am going for Darby, but I believe MJF is going to take it. Um, I just think he needs it more. To be honest, at this I mean, point. I, I, yeah, because I'm thinking about several different. Again, I, my hat goes off to this card because there's so many different ways they can go. I mean, yeah. leading even to the to the main event and then to this next couple matches because we got the Eliminator Finals. It's like who wins that? That this person can, can challenge him, or it could be this person because you forget that a face can go against a face too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then even with MJF, if he beats like Darby, he already talked saying like whoever wins between. Kenny and uh, Hangman, he called a shot saying he's he's coming, you know, for the title. Yeah, so, but I mean, they're gonna have to argue, yeah, with the winner of Miro and Brian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's so it's, we'll it's a lot of different paths crossing, in which is I'm, I'm digging it. But uh, Brian Danielson versus Miro, Eliminator Finals. Um, surprise, surprise. I'm going Miro. Man, I'm gonna go uh, Brian because I feel like it's gonna lead to Brian MJF, uh, and then we'll that might see be good. Who, who who you know, even though the. You know, like you said, the winner should be 
Brian, you know, because or whoever wins the, the, the match between Brian and Miro, but because uh, that's the whole basis of the Eliminator tournament, right? Like, yeah, to, to find a, no, a new number one contender. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna go Brian Danielson, um, but I know it's, that's gonna be a hell of a matchup. For yeah, sure. Like, Those I'm, last three we talked about are gonna be a hell of a matchup. The only reason I went with Miro because I was like, realistically, he needs to win, but yeah, he could also realistically be the one guy to beat to give Daniel Bryan his his loss. Yeah. Because he could beat him with the running knee, but I don't know if he could lock in all that other shit. You know what you I mean? Know what? And it's tough because I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't want to see Miro versus Hangman. Yeah, I think that would be a I mean? good because program I, for I Hangman. I mean, not I mean, to give away my pick, but I mean, I think it's it's kind of a resounding Hangman. Yeah, for, for me it's Hangman. Yeah. I mean, and then, even, and then even so, like I was even thinking, because a lot of people had heard that I guess CM Punk wants to work with Wardlow soon, so they think like maybe yeah. MGF is going to move on to CM Punk soon, which I'm like, yo, that promo yeah. is going to be... Stupid. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's yeah, definitely that's one of the is. first names people were talking about. But so. yeah, I just figured if anyone could give Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson a loss, yeah, Miro's why not Miro? is believable. You know yeah, what I mean? That, Either way, oh yeah, like you said, it's gonna be a dope ass match. Mm-hmm. Um, from here we got the again bigger and better Lucha Bros versus FTR AEW Tag Team Championships. I'm going with my even though you know me, we know how 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 we do the sign off for this show. Yeah, it's an homage because. Even at the time when we started this podcast, we did it more because we felt like they were super underappreciated. Yeah. Uh, FDR, we're talking about, obviously, the revival. So, I mean, but like, I love, we love them. You yeah. know what I mean? Definitely a huge favorite of ours, but I'm, I'm going with the Lucha Bros on this. I don't think uh, they've held the titles long enough. Same, man. It, it, they just haven't done enough uh, defense work on the title side, but I think this is all just going to be one of those things that uh, it goes for a little bit because they got the AAA tag titles and maybe they'll, we'll get a. Uh, you know, maybe all gold on the line at one point, which would make sense. So, yeah, I'm going to go Lucha Bros as well. I think it's just, you know, it might be – I don't I don't want it to be because they're better than FTR. I hope it's because they take advantage of a weak spot in their armor. I you mean, know what I'm saying? like th- To me, this has another another one of those ones that could steal the show next to Darby. And, yeah. And, and, I mean, because, again, going back to us paying homage, dude, the, one of their first gimmicks was no flips, just fists, and this is literally it on paper. Yeah. In, in literal form. Yeah. The yeah. Lucha Bros yeah. versus FTR. But I will say, I, mean? I so, hope it's better than the tag match we got last week because that thing got a little clunky even though we finally got – you know, because remember, I was like, yes – Drill this dude with a brain buster on the floor. <laughs> dude, yes, did. throw that dude with his own momentum into the guardrail. Yeah, we were, we were getting pretty pissed. Yeah, like, why like, are you just selling finish for this, this guy? off? Yeah, man, dang, man. Uh, man they can't even spell the name right now. I'm just like, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to go down that road. But uh, we also have Britt Baker taking on Ty Conti for the AW Women's Championship. Um, I, I don't want to say it's a resounding because I do have love for for Ty Conti, but I'm gonna go for the doctor here. I mean, I was gonna say DOC for the DMD over here. All right, yeah. all right, all right. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's short and sweet. I'm just trying to figure out who who's gonna get next after this because yeah, uh, obviously the TBS champ uh, t- tournament they're taking their time with this. They stretch they, it they out. Were, yeah, and I don't even know if any of it has any bearing on the next challenger. You know, so I'm, I, yeah, I'm trying. I don't think so because this is obviously the crown, of the first champion. So it's kind of yeah. separate. It's not like a contender for the world title, but yeah, um, obviously some of the, the women who were beat early in the in, in the tournament can obviously go back back of that line, pick a number, and try to see where they stand against the doctor. But uh, last but not least, man, Kenny Omega against Hangman Page, AW Championship. I mean, we said it before, Hangar, Hangman Page, but. I, <laughs> I'll tell you, I got, I got, a, I got a theory. Mm. Um, I think either Hangman will win and get attacked right after by Wyndham because you've like, oh, look man. what you've done to the Dark Order. 
Man. Right? On some Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. That's or really good. He could cost him the match, but I would really like to believe that Tony's not gonna be like, yeah, let, let's just uh totally totally fuck him again this year. <laughs> like, no, because you know I'll be honest. The this, last this is time the he met, the most confident he's been. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, I, I was, it feels the last right. time I was surprised he didn't get it then. Yeah, and I don't know if maybe it was too predictable. Possibly, I don't know if because they're going a different way. He had the baby on the way. I don't know. You know, he had obligations stuff like that. Obviously, with his family, he couldn't make. You know, you get, when you're a champion, you got responsibilities and duties to uphold. Obviously, right appearances, but. I wonder. He ran out of like, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So I, I remember thinking, ah, oh, man, so we got to wait longer. I remember thinking, I don't know if I could wait any longer. Yeah, see, and but, you know what? But, I have been able but, to. But one thing I was going to say I learned is people are in love with Hangman yeah. in the journey, the chase. Yeah, I was going to say. So even if he invested. wins the championship, he doesn't. He can hold it for three months. Yeah. And, you know, he'll be fine. Yeah. But what I like about it is if he wins, it's going to open up a new line of contenders. He's going to be the first. I don't want to call him an AW homegrown talent. Yeah. He obviously was known and, and he was recruited for a reason. Yeah. Right. But in the in the term of Jericho, Moxley, Omega, all of them already named value before they got there. And then Hangman Page, who's probably a little less known out of those four. Yeah. He kind of, And he's the younger, part of the younger generation. It opens up other opportunities for RA. Right, because before, and I did it backwards. Jericho's the first champ. Someone Stellar got to fucking beat that yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, it's Moxley. The well, first... Moxley held it for a year. Someone Stellar got to beat that guy. Yeah. Oh shit, no, Omega. No, no. I, I, it's like it's like the first three had to be household names for yeah. the sake of keeping the uh, boat afloat. But even right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. even so, even yeah. the perception of who had to beat him, like Omega, a guy like Omega had to beat Moxley yeah, after yeah. almost a year. Now that Omega's almost up on a year, then it's like fucking Hangman's beating him. But then now you're like. Yo, Hangman, he could lose a match on a good good yeah. day, but he's he gonna fight, go out fighting. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? no, so definitely. I'm just Especially interested with this new confidence, like you mentioned. Exactly, and, yeah. and to be honest, I'm just more. I mean, I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion, but if they go that way, I'm just more interested and excited to see the new fresh matchups that we can see that you know he's gonna be going for. Yeah, I, and don't get me wrong, that sounds cool with the whole Wyndham thing at the end. And popping it doesn't up, have to be but, that way, but yeah. I, I think. It'd be a better moment for him to have just to have moment. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, but I uh, hope we see one. And soon. then Kip Sabian returns wink, and wink, says, wink, "They wink. finally got something for me." <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> underrated, overlooked. Oh man, but, uh, but wink, yeah, wink. Man. we know we know Tony's talking to Bray. I know, I know you say you're not talking about wink, wink, wink. You know, uh, you know. I mean, Warner Brothers, wink of the gun. Yeah, you know, come he's on. Like, man. He's at those meetings now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, man, that's been uh this episode. Everything that it is, man. Uh, full gear coming up this weekend. Definitely gonna be catching it. Uh. Might even be live tweeting. Who knows, man? Yeah. Hey, maybe I'm, I might not spoil it for everybody, but damn it, if I'm with the lads, I, I you know, it is what it is. Yes, sir. Um, I want to thank y'all for always doing what y'all do and that's supporting us and listening. And you could do so by following us on social media everywhere. That's The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, as well as backslash The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. And of course, you can get us everywhere you go to get your podcast every Friday, man. Of course, that is uh, Spotify, that that, that is uh, iHeartRadio, that is SoundCloud, that is CastBox, and of course, iTunes. And not to mention the great people at True100Radio.com. You can always, always catch us live on True100Radio.com. I believe our spot is 2 2 p.m.? I believe it's 2 p.m. If not, it might be 3. But if not, it's worth the wait. 
Uh, you're definitely going to want to uh, check this out while you're in traffic, man. It definitely but comes on before Rampage. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. And we don't spoil anything that you haven't already seen. You yep. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, love y'all, man. Y'all always showing uh, uh, some some mad love toward our way, man. If you want to show even more love with the uh, the merch, uh, you can always also hit us up with uh, your shirt size and, of course, a donation of $10. And uh, that's all we ask, man. We got uh, sizes of medium, large, extra large. You could do so at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And um, alternatively... Just, uh, you know, mm. get ready. Mm. You know, hold on to your seats. Your boy's coming back. Hell, Ben. A couple days after, three days after this drops, Monday. Uh, it's getting spooky for y'all, man. Ain't no more time to cosplay. It's no more time to play dress up. The real of the real is back, man. And you, you know what's crazy is I might have some of the best damn streams going worldwide today, and I'm having a hard time keeping them down. But I'm not even the promo monster known as Quincy Jones Go. And those who know, know. So if you guys think you got sick of me plugging my album, which I'm about to do anyway, <laughs> Quincy going to do it, man. I'm telling you, if you guys need a, uh, you know, some sort of a way to, to whet your appetite just before the Grand Feast shows up Monday night, just in time for Raw, go ahead and check out uh, my page, man. I'm Doc Lesnar. He's on like every one of my projects. Is that right? I mean, I don't think there's been one, whether production or actually on it. Yeah, I've, I've been, I've been definitely attached. Uh, I think tag partner will travel. You feel me? I mean, so. it's one of those things. Then you know, at the same time, you know, check out this is awesome. Most definitely because you're definitely one of the, you know, motivations from behind me wanting to get out. You know, get from behind the, the table and get back into the lab and, and, yes, and give the people, you know, some just what I've been cooking up. You know what I mean? So shout out to Doc. Definitely go and check him out everywhere you go to the to, to get music, man. Yes, sir. Uh, what is that? Title, Pandora, Spotify. Spotify, iTunes. It, it's it's going very well right now. I also got the Shopify Shopify still on the rise. I'm still, you know, even though we at the house, we still, you know, settling in. But don't worry, man. All the things I talk about every week, I'm telling you, man. Same old thing. Check out the album. Like I said, this is awesome. Available on every platform you can think of. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-E-R. There I are. There we are with the five-star bars because it's Tower Gang in this <laughs> thing, too. Uh, be sure to check out our Mercari page, too, man, because this is popping, man. Doc uh, Lesnar on Mercari. I think you're uh, Quincy. Sports memorabilia. We got we got uh, some, uh, pops, some action wrestling. Yeah. yeah, man. And I'm you're what? Quincy Collectibles? Quincy Collectibles. Yeah, man. You know say what's saying? up. If you and, see uh, the Razor Ramon logo, that's your boy. You already know what it is. And follow your boy, uh, Hip Hop Le- uh, Hybrids, to say over here, at Doc Lesnar on Instagram and uh, TikTok, all things, uh, you know, Quincy Jones Show. Go to at uh, Doc underscore KGS pod. And, of course, I'm on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar, man. Besides that, we already told you about the music. We already told you about the predictions. And upon that, I only got three words left for him, man, and that's Top Guys out. <laughs> <laughs>